Hey man, what up? You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee, man. These are some good old boys from New Orleans, and you should just kick back, open your ear holes, and listen, man. Have fun. JMU saying snooch to the dooch. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of... The magic our way. Magic our way. Magic our way. Magic our way. The magic our way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Uh, Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. In the United States of America, we are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAway.com is where you can find us for this show. We present a continuing story of our Walt Disney World 50th anniversary trip report. And look, this isn't your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and Disney podcast. No, sir. We are not in the parks every day trying to tell you the best way to, to purchase your 50th anniversary merch. No, sir. We're, we're just here to drink, talk Disney and get a little dope whipped. Take that shield and throw it. And when you get it back, the episode's over and you're going to love us again to mm-hmm. come back and toss it again. Because when you throw the shield, something always good comes back to you. Booyah. My name is Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I'm Danny. Have your babe off a man, Eli. Uh, Lee here. And uh, hey, as far as the 50th goes, if uh, you want to see it all, just give me a call. I like that one. <laughs> Plus, we have a special guest, of course. We have, who is this, sir? Who? 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 Oh, I was going to say, it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G. What? Preach it to him. Right once again with that M-O-W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Once again, here again to talk about our trip report. Yes. Tell about it, brother. The 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Guys, so look, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss some Disney Parks magic. Yes. All right, so here we are on the hub, our main topic segment of the show, and we're here to talk about our Walt Disney World 50th anniversary trip report. And again, just to kind of started the last time, uh, our high level overview of what happened. Um, we arrived Wednesday evening before the anniversary, and we uh, stayed at a Double Tree Suites Hilton in Orlando in the Disney Springs area. And then we were at the Disney Riviera Resort. How was those Double Tree cookies? I didn't have any Double Tree cookies. They're known for that. No, I didn't know for that. <laughs> there were Double Tree is known for their cookies. There were cookies. I'm done. I don't like. There's no cookies. I'm done. There's no cookies. I have no. nothing to listen. To. Sorry, Cookie Monster. <laughs> no, not that you are. So uh, from the Thursday before the anniversary, we stayed at Disney Riviera Resort all the way through Sunday night, and we left Monday evening, Tuesday morning. So that's that's basically the timeline. And on Sunday, uh, that's when Eli and Danny surprised us. And then we were in full force magic our way Sunday evening through Monday. So that was great. So that's the high level overview of how this time trip took place. You are totally Thanos right now. Yes. A hundred percent. And you are totally yeah. light on cookies. <laughs> I mean, light on cookies. Yes. Really light. Light on cookies. All right. So uh, let's start with uh, f- the first day. Uh, let's go ahead and kind of recap. I know the first day we didn't stay at a Disney resort. Well, we stayed on Disney property, but not at a Disney resort. We stayed in a Disney Springs hotel, that whole hotel plaza thing right by Disney Springs. 
I guess it would be akin to the Good Neighbor Hotels in Disneyland. And specifically, we stayed at the Double Tree Suites by Hilton Orlando. Question. And, yes. How did you get there? You flew? Well, yeah. So we, that's the, so we stayed at that hotel the first night. And Lee was already there, so he flew. Because Lee is what he's known to do when we do these trips. He works beforehand, right, Lee? Oh, got you. So okay. he, Correct. He was in Correct. Daytona for a few days, I guess. Yeah, I came in on Sunday, worked in Daytona. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, wrapped up on Wednesday, dropped that rental car off at the airport, and took an Uber over to the hotel. All right, so, and then you got you checked into Double Tree Suites. Okay. That's exactly right. So you were waiting for them to show up. Pretty much. Um, we met up that evening for dinner. And, and it just uh, just so they know, before we jump into the next part, Kirk and I drove down. Yeah. Okay, right. that's what ah. I was trying to understand. So you went from New Orleans, Louisiana, you, yeah. Kevin, drove you. all the way up. Well, me and Kirk. Picked yeah, up yeah. Kirk. But you picked up or did you? No, Kirk, I went to the North Shore. I went to the compound. You went to Kevin's house? I went to the and compound. And tell him what you saw. Wait. Yeah, I was going to say, wait. Did you Stop. see the toilet? I saw the mythical bathroom toilet. <laughs> In this Stoke compound. We're not lying, were we? Bedroom Wait. toilet. Bedroom, yeah. bathroom to, uh, bedroom toilet. Bed here, toilet here. No partition separating right. between. That's how Kevin do it. You no. get the love. You get it all. 100%. It is an actual, it is an actual thing. It, <laughs> I've, I, I've, I have seen it. All of the, all of the myths of the, of the Stoke compound that I've heard on this show are true. You saw the bear in the front, too? There's a bear in the front. Scared, <laughs> yes. crap, scared the crap out of me. There is a ba- there's a bedroom toilet. And he does live in the woods. Now, at least a 10-mile long uh, <laughs> gravel road. Did you show up the Arbory? No, I didn't show up the Army. <laughs> it, was, it was all locked up. That, was, that wasn't important at the time, so we just, we just we wanted to get to Disney World. So you did you drive the whole time? Well, we, took, we split it up. Okay. Split okay. It up, that, yeah. I, that's so cool. I did half, I guess, and then he did the other half and took us right on in. It was it was it was, it was a good drive. I y'all, did y'all jab? Did y'all jab to something? Did y'all jab to? Well, you know what's fun. You know what's interesting. We listened to the quest for the best that we just oh. did. You listened to the show while you were driving out there, and none of y'all veered off the road into the bushes. No, <laughs> they were like, we missed him. No, because wow. we kept it engaged because he played along and he did some of his uh, how he would rank. The different parks for the uh, quest for the best park. Man, okay. yep. That's why you also. So we we did that for a right. good bit of the trip, I think. Okay. Yep. Yeah, was- and we listened to some other stuff and whatever, but that was the bo- the chunk of what we. Y'all did. had a character like defining moment. We, we awesome. stopped the Bucky's in Alabama. Y'all stopped the B- Alabama Bucky's. Yeah, oh, yeah, we yes. had the Baldwin Beach Express. Yeah, oh, wow. Orange Beach. Yeah. And that's when he got the big ass sausage mm-hmm. that he sent a picture of. Oh, so you took your big oh, ass yeah, sausage. That's what I said. Yes, the picture said I miss Eli. <laughs> and I don't blame you. I'm a little bit bigger than that, but I don't blame you for that. He couldn't even finish it. He had to throw the rest of it out. It was a big old brown sausage wrapped up in a white tortilla. You know what? That's true love. <laughs> no, no, don't hate that. Don't that hate is that. Not dude. the Eli package. No. There's no white tortilla. At that time, I was no. a passenger. We were in the left hand lane, right? In the inside lane. <laughs> so every time we come across somebody, pass next to I'll take, I'll take that big ass sausage and just throw it in like this. Slowly. Just raise it slowly. <laughs> Oh, wow. I oh, thought you were about to was say it? that you were so close to the other so car that you, you took the sausage and put it out the window and said, get a bite of that. <laughs> can, I, can I get this shirt? You non-consensually wave your sausage in other drivers' faces. Just raise it in my window. It's in my own window. I ain't telling nobody to look. Oh, that is so not. No, 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 Yeah, no, no, but no. you know what? anti hot. Get your hands off that water bottle. No, dude. <laughs> that is so non-consensual. Don't listen to him. No, that was so Don't listen to him. It was non-consensual the time I did it. And I took a bite out of it at the same time. Oh, oh wait! Well, you're not, I'm sorry. I mean to say you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to just do the rise and then let them take. No, the you're blood. supposed to say no teeth. Yeah, thank never you. teeth. 
Yeah, show the passion. I, I yes. agree with the first part, but then be the loving yeah. with the sausage. I, look, Never. Look, I do consider myself a sausage connoisseur. And yes, that sir. was a good sausage. It was. What kind? That of, was a good but, sausage. All right. Well, that's that that was a, smoke, a smoke sausage. Yeah, regular Bucky smoke sausage. There you go. Kebab that. It did look good. Get that. All that. Yeah, I, I think I would have not risked it. Well, no. you don't really. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you, I'm driving you really up. Yeah, I've got yeah. 18 hours or wherever the hell to go. I don't know that I would have risked. Bucky's dysentery, but Kevin's a trooper for driving. We've we've driven with Kevin we have we have trip. driven with Kevin and is, we will again. Kevin, yeah, Kevin's yes. Kevin, you're a beast. Like driving wise, like usually somebody, I'm tired, I got to pull over. Kevin's like, yeah, I got this. Like, but Kevin yeah, is a it's a three day drive. There was a fun part about this because I'm, I'm driving. Kevin, you know, very conservative driver, and this is stuff that that, that Lee doesn't know because he wasn't he was already down there. He keeps his a uh, he he kept his speed. I think he's just, you said the cruise. Yeah, I, I cruise driving, on seventy five. He's driving, ten, he's driving 10 and 2. Very good. You know, very, very, very conservative. Very, very safe, fair thing. Uh-huh. You watch it. I said, Kevin, I just want to let you know. I've been a cop for 30 years. He told me this. And I do drive like a cop. Do you have a problem with that? He's like, nope, nope. Drive everyone. Just, just, like get, just get, it, get us there. Yeah. Okay. Get us there. I said, okay, just make it sure. If I ever, if um, while I'm driving, if I do do something, you know, huh, do do. If I drive in a way that <laughs> makes you makes you feel unsafe or un- unsecure, just let me know. I will back it he up. He gave just, me a you know. safe word. So, you know, I yell it out every time. I, you were I, kinder, gentler a cop. Yep. I've never heard so, that statement. Yeah. You drive like someone that can't get a ticket. There you go, Eli. Next time, be like, oh, look, I'm doing the kinder, gentler driving cop package. I would have remembered that. Think back yes. for Kevin with his 10 and 2 position, very conservative speed and everything, and I'm sitting there driving, <laughs> driving with one hand. Kind this of is what you were doing. Yeah, he was driving, yeah. Yes, when I was driving. You were going 105. Like, I, was not, I would not do that. that no, in, in I, I, well, I will vehicle. admit, we did really good time because he was driving rather than me. Because I don't usually drive that fast, but yeah. when he took over, it's like, yeah, we're we're gonna make it for dinner reservation because we had a we had a let me preface it by saying we did have an ADR for I think like seven thirty or seven fifty okay. that night. Yeah, so that's what we were that that was a turkey leg in front of our face. We had okay. to get there, get yeah. there. So y'all had a big wad of meat that y'all wanted to put your mouth on. <laughs> yes, and y'all just could not wait to get there. Yeah, I was like Pac Man with dots, and I was yes. going down on highway. Two of y'all, and you were like, it. you know, screw the law. We're going to make this happen. But Kirk was like, I am the law. <laughs> not, not Florida, man. Not I Florida. I was watching and I was looking, but there was none. Kirk, no, I mean, like, it was it was some, so, but, you, but you knew what to look for. We had you knew what time. to look for. All right. So we you were. It was a good drive. It was a good yeah. trip. Boom. Good trip. You hauled it. I okay. like it. I yeah, like we stopped handle. by. There was a Walmart along the way that we stopped by because I knew where it I was. I stopped at a Walmart. Yeah, he had to get some stuff. It was around 429, just outside of property. So I knew what that to get. What did you get? I was a little light on shorts. Oh yeah, he didn't have enough shorts. Shorts. Yep. He hasn't been. He hasn't been following my pack. My packing advice, I guess, because nope. I you had plenty of shorts. Yeah, I was gonna say you're going to Florida, and you didn't think shorts were in this. Oh no, I have. I have. I had shorts. I just needed to once to get a, get a couple extra. A I didn't have. Extra. En- I didn't have enough. You you anticipated an enormous need for shorts. I did. I did. Okay. I don't. I don't have a suitcase full of shoes. I got three shoes. That's it. Yeah. We're, we're good. Deal. Three shoes. Not enough shorts. Not enough shorts. To be continued. We're gonna find out yeah. why Kirk needed all the shorts. All right. So you drive like a maniac. You get there. Yeah. We get there. Thing, Lee, you, Lee, you already were at Hollywood Studios. Is that right? Yeah. So I got <laughs> done a little bit earlier than I thought I was going to um, in Daytona. So I got to the hotel probably around twelve o'clock. And you were able to check in. Okay. Yeah, How many people did you in. fire on the way over there? No, that was the best part. I didn't have to fire no one. It was that was an easy week. It was a good trip. So, yeah, it was a good. <laughs> wow. Kids were good employed. Week. 
So that's why I got done early. I didn't have to call the cops. Didn't have to file no police reports. Nothing. So yeah, I was back in Orlando at, at like twelve o'clock. So wow, good for you. Wow. Yeah. Today was a good shot. That's right. Yeah. So I hit up Hollywood Studios for a little while. Um, I wasn't sure what the whole craziness of the October first fiftieth anniversary was going to be like. How the crowds were going to be. So I was a little concerned. I wasn't going to get on rise. Uh, I thought, you know, man, I don't know what's going to happen with this craziness. So I, I made sure to do that. Did some other stuff around the park. Rock you like it? You know. you yeah, of course. It? Yeah. Well, wait, wait, you oh, rode okay. Rise without Kevin and Kurt. I he did have to do there. it just in case. I had to just in case. Plan. <laughs> These <laughs> slackers couldn't hold up their end. <laughs> You're yeah. a slacker, like, fly. <laughs> screw them. I had yeah. to have a contingency plan. Every podcaster for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm riding Rise resistance. Uh, but I did, wait, I did wait for them for Mickey and Minnie. But I was like, Rise. That's a different level. Like I was like, I got to make sure. Yeah. So. I did little, little, like a half day at Hollywood Studios and met them for dinner at Topolino. These guys might screw up. They might cost me, and I'm no, every, it was every more about, I was sure, He I didn't really know. wasn't sure how the crowds were going to be when we were able to get to Hollywood Studios. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we got there about seven, which was just enough time. I, I, I looked at the dress code, and I kind of freaked out. We went to Topolino's. And so I kind of freaked out a little. I was like, what? What the hell? I can't wear shorts? Or, uh, I didn't understand the dress code thing. So I kind of freaked out. I changed into jeans. I bought a shirt at the gift shop. And it was like there's a new DVC shirt that came out that they just put on the rack. I was like, oh, Kirk happened to find it because looking at all these other Riviera printed stuff. I was like, man, this is too damn expensive. And then Kirk's like, hey, come over here. And it looked, it was like a little Hawaiian shirt, flower shirt, but it had like DVC print and all of it. And he's like, hey, man, this looks like you. And I was like, that is. And I bought it. Thank you, Kev. And what's even more special about that experience is that when I got to the counter, like you know, I go up to pay. I hand hand the you know the lady my shirt. She's like, "You look familiar." Oh, I was wow. like, "Yeah, you know what you do too." Now I think about it. Oh no, she's, you know, and she's like, "Yeah, were you here like a couple weeks ago?" And a couple weeks ago, I was, I was evacuated from. The yeah, storm, right? you went to yeah. That's yeah, right. Me and my family we're were Canada. yeah. We were we were skyliner jumping, so we went to. Of course, we visited the Riviera. We bought some waters there at the time, and she remembered me from that. That's because right. you. That's because you just got that aura. You make an impression. Yeah, we just started talking. It's like, yeah, that was me. It's like, oh no way, yeah. It's like I'm back. I actually get to enjoy the park this time. You know, I'm here with the podcast people <laughs> and stuff like that. And, you know, which blah blah blah. She's like, yeah, I'll be here Sunday again. Did you give her a Magic Our Way pin? It did. Yes. Oh, did you? That was like probably one of the first pins I gave out. Like we, like listeners, we brought pins down. Uh, and if you know Danny's uh, uh, name tag uh, logo that he created for us, awesome name tag logo. Uh, we turned that into a pin, and we were just handing that out left and right. So there's a whole bunch of people down there that have. They the were pin. a big hit. It sparked. They were a big hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the cast members absolutely loved it. They took, you know, it's like, are y'all cast members? Like, no, this is our podcast thing. It's like, oh, your pin is freaking awesome. So I tell them, yeah, instead of the castle, we got St. Louis Cathedral, which is a landmark for French Quarter and stuff like that. And I gave them pins. It's like, yeah, here we go. Well, what can I say except you're welcome? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds familiar. no. That's Daniel Laws. He came up yeah. with that idea. Absolutely brilliant. And it was a, a big hit. So those pins. Talk about you, me, <laughs> you, who, you, who. <laughs> so yeah, we went to dinner at Topolino's. After I got my outfit together, I changed in the bathroom. So you had to wear a suit to go to Topolino's. No, I just I put on jeans, so I had long pants and not shorts because I had like gym shorts and stuff. Because you know I usually dress comfortable on the road, and I got this nice new flowered shirt. Mm -hmm. You were too CBC. sexy for Topolino's. Oh, I was yeah, I was not too sexy. What was Kirk wearing? It was Kirk. Did Kirk have long pants he on? Changing was Kirk was like you changing to something. Didn't you have like a, a collared shirt or something or whatever? Mm -hmm. Nope. I thought you did. Nope. Maybe. So Kirk was sitting there in shorts. Yeah. Yep. Kirk's like, I was in shorts. This? I'm going in Topolino's. Nope. Wait, I'm wearing. 
Okay, blue jeans, jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, so you have blue jeans yeah, already. I drove in with blue jeans. Yeah, he does. Uh, okay, jeans. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So this is a fancy dancey kind of restaurant. It's a nice it's a really nice place. So like if I It's a signature dining restaurant. And, and it's a it's a signature restaurant that deserves the term signature, I think. I I understand so, the differentiate. Yeah, I, I yeah. Uh, you got a what? Differentiality they're making right there. Yeah, because if you is, remember when our Space 220 review Yes. That's a signature restaurant too, but we'll get to that soon enough. Okay, but like, yeah. so this is like a this is a fancy dancy. It's akin to Narcuzzi's California Grill, yeah. right? That there's kind a, of thing. There's uh, a difference yeah. between booking a signature dining, say at like Spice Road Table, than booking a signature dining at say Narcuzzi's. Right, understood. Or that. Cinderella's Royal Table is considered signature. Ambiance, right. yeah, it's, it's the atmosphere, yes. ambiance, yeah. how you feel. Okay, and so I felt better in the outfit that I bought. Okay, <laughs> and but we sat down at this meal, and I mean, first of all, number one, it was absolutely amazing. Number two, which which kind of started off the whole atmosphere thing for me, is when we all ordered drinks, I got my drink, got this ice cube, and I think I might have sent you all a picture. I don't remember, but I know I posted it up on social media for the listeners, but. They're one of the first restaurants to have the resort logo imprinted on their ice cubes. So first of all, they got art- artisanal ice is what they call it. Artisanal. Yeah, ice. there's no cloudiness. It's all clear. It's a block <laughs> of ice this big. And they got the Riviera Resort logo imprinted on the ice. Was it like carved out from the glacier that sunk the Titanic or something? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a mold, but I don't know. Maybe there's like some kind of person backstage with a wow. pick and a hammer going, I don't know. No, no, they probably make it first and then right. they make the ice cube around uh, it. They might have, yeah. 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 But like the ship in the that. bottle. Yes. But we will learn from the waiters that that's one of the first places to have that. So it's, it's you know, you can reason that other signature dining places may adapt this. Okay. Yeah. Do so, you have this? Uh, can we see this ice cube? Yeah, let me pull up the picture real quick. I was going to say, because I just yes. remember y'all maybe doing a toast or like a hey, we Yeah, I don't remember a I don't big remember. deal being made of the ice cube. Yeah. I'd love to see the ice cube. I got it. This picture. Oh, you got the picture? I want, I want to examine the ice cube. Oh, well, the ice cube melted. I mean, ice cube melted by that point. <laughs> wait, wait, no. So it was an actual it's ice an cube. It was an actual ice cube. No, this wasn't like a glow. Oh, this was not a glow. Oh, okay. No, so, it was an actual ice cube. Yeah, I was going to say, is that oh, the one wow. you get a little butt? Yeah. No, no I there's no was button. This, was a, this sucker melted. <laughs> Who had this drink? That was yeah. me. That's what, what they called the uh, new new fashion instead of the old fashion. No, modern, modern fashion. Modern fashion. fashion. Sorry. And then Kirk got his favorite drink, which is the French rose. The French. That's your favorite drink. Oh, now it is. Oh, well, now it is. So you didn't mm. know prior to ordering it that no, that was going to be one of your. No, it was a shot in the dark. I think right. Shot yep. in the dark. Yep. Very smooth. Very very sweet. Very you sweet. Were, you were really about that. Drink. What was in it? So French rose has Grey Goose Le Citron vodka. Combia creme de pamplemousse, rose liqueur, oh, and raspberry, agave, lemon, and soda water. Trish, you spoke French. Oh. Ah, oui. Who been oh. developing what? There was a lot of there was a lot of ha 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 going on that night. Oh ho ho! Oh, oh, is the person that served you worthy of the oh ha ha? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no it was a, no. it was a dude. It was, it was a, he was a cool man. Why you said that then? Because we ha 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 all night long. This French. The, the restaurant was awesome. The food was great. It, I would definitely go there. And, you know, next time we go down there, we got to make a, a reservation for that. A Topolino. Yeah, a Topolino's. They had a Topolino's. Topolino's. Okay. Yeah, Topolino's. The food yeah. was worth the price. The food was Absolutely. definitely worth the price. The atmosphere was great. The lounge where you could drink, the bar was awesome. What's mm-hmm. something you had there that, you know, yeah. like, you don't have to go through the whole menu, sir. Yeah, no, but I'm, just like 100%. What, what you had. Eli, okay. this is right here for you. The veal tomahawk 
chop. Oh, you had a big ass meat with bone. I remember that. Meat on a stick. Tabahaw. That was huge. I like that name. That's what you need. When you go, that's that's right up your alley right there. Serve with what? Potatoes, mashed potatoes. Yeah, they had some kind of potatoes. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but they're, I think they're like a potato pave, something like yeah, that. Yeah, potato spring or gratin or no, something. It's very say, important yeah. because that extra that extra dish is what puts you over the top. But okay, oh, I like that. I like that name. But if I could just mention, I had uh, the bouillabaisse, which is a, which I, the waiter told me was a very traditional French dish. It sounds like a soup. It, it's a French soup. And, you know, I took a shot in the dark. I saw Lee's meat. And I was like, damn, I wish I would have ordered that. But when I got, cause I, when I got mine... <laughs> Yeah, I know I did. I, I envy the beast. I took you to a new level of travel. I, let me just clarify. Can you we saw, use that for a sound clip? You saw Lee's meat, and you're like, I want that. Yes. No, Hasselbeeka. Because he got that, and I got a little bowl with some seafoods and shit in it. Uh-huh. And oh, like, damn, I wish like, I would have gotten that meat with the bone. That ain't I, enough. You wanted nothing more than to suck on Lee's meat. That's right. Because it that looked ain't it, enough, it, though. That ain't enough. But it definitely had. looked um, succulent. It would definitely look more succulent than mine at first. Uh, uh, sure. At first. I mean, his meat is legendary. I took sure. a picture of Lee's meat. Oh, oh you yeah. took a picture of Lee's meat. It's, it's pretty huge. Wow. Big piece of white meat now, right there. Wh- oh, my as well, goodness. Biswell well passed yeah, that, that was, meat around. That was pretty big. That's good veal. I think, I think right Lee, uh, Eli, you would have dug that. I think Eli would have dug the veal chop, and Danny would have dug the diver scallops. Yeah, I swung from the fences first off, right? First restaurant, I'm swinging for the fences. Let me get this big-ass piece of meat on the And no R's in that. No, there's no R's What is this sitting on top of Lee's meat? He, uh, his is served with a potato spring onion gratin oh, okay. and a lemon veal au jus. It was pretty good. I'll just say that. No, it no, it, it does look very I would, I would be on top of the scalp. So I'll yeah, take you have, these yeah, scallops. scallops. But I tell you what, I, I've never had a bouillabaisse before. But when I started eating it, I mean, I, I think you guys might dig it too. Or at least Danny might actually dig it. I, you know, I don't, you might dig it too. I don't know. I'm a bee guy. I'm a carnivore. Yeah, by so, you, heart. so it, might, it might be more towards day like, but it's like probably the the richest seafood. I don't know stew, like a gumbo thing. kind of it's thing. It's like a gumbo, but man, it was like very thick with flavor. What mm. kind of seafood was in it? Because that uh, kind of defines the yeah. taste of the room. Well, there well. was there was a red snapper, a clams, mussels, and fennel, and, and yeah, Muscles is pretty, yeah. Was okay. the meal so good because y'all had dined at various Bucky's on the way in? <laughs> no, no, no. They, that, this was not affected by Bucky's. Yeah, it was by itself. Yeah, because at first I'm just like, God, man, I just got like a bowl of seafood. And I saw these guys' meals. I'm like, shoot, I should have gotten something different. But then I when I started eating, I'm like, holy crap, this is incredible. Yeah, but you went, you went for it. That's why I went for it. Yeah, I was like, let me try. I've never had a bouillabaisse. I've always heard the damn term. Sounds like well. Here's my opportunity to try a freaking bully. You live in New Orleans. I mean, there's a lot of bully bases. I know. Right I've here. never, I've never had it, and I, I want to now. <laughs> it's incredible. It's okay. absolutely incredible. Well, okay, I like right. that. I like that endorsement. That's that's between Lee's meat and Kevin's endorsement. That sounds like a good. But next Walt Disney World trip, we got a uh, podcast trip. We got to do it. What now? For the record, where is this restaurant located? At the, At tenth, the hotel. Yeah, the tenth floor of the Disney River Resort. What did you have, Kurt? I had the rigatoni. I went for pasta and chicken. Oh, you did, yeah. And it was very good, very rich, very cheesy, very saucy. I like a sauce. I like a saucy rigatoni. You know yes. what? Get mm. all that sauce, baby. Get all it was that sauce. sauce was dripping. It was like, mm. Sauce. But did you, did you enjoy the it was dish? Very, very good. The ambiance of where you were. Oh yeah, that everything. Were, it, and then you know, eating the fireworks are going off next door at Epcot. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, outside you can see the fireworks from Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. Is that right, guys? Yeah. So I mean, they didn't pipe in the music, which I thought would have been smart. 
but you can stand out. They have like a little patio area with a bar, which you can also stand in and look and watch these things going. But I also think they were testing the fireworks. So I, I do believe once the show is final, now that the show is finalized, that they will have the music uh, to the show at the in, in the patio. Was it was it a packed room? The patio, not, not really. Well, the patio when we went to try to go see it was packed, right? Okay, mm, yeah. That's and true. then we said, ah, screw this. We'll so just they had like outdoor again. viewing. Yeah, they have like really? an outdoor yeah. lounge area. Kind of like contemporary. Dude, we could, that's like yep. a place we could totally hang out and drink and look at all the sights because it overlooked Caribbean Beach Resort. So oh, like all those lights right. okay. and the Riviera pool yeah. and just like Epcot in the distance. It was absolutely beautiful. So my question to y'all was, would you say this gives Darkuzi a run for his money? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, that's that's. No, you phrase. gotta let that happen, baby. You gotta let that happen. Right, so yeah, so listen, uh, I thought about this because I the the problem is I haven't ate Narcuzzi's in how long? When when did we go that trip? That was several years ago. So definitely, this is a fresher, you know, memory to to draw off of. And I, you know, I'm trying to remember how good Narcuzzi's was, and it was really good. I'm just saying that it is in that level. Narcuzzi's California Grill. It's in that level. So it sounds like he's walking back his state. No, but wait. We have two other people that ate there. Let's see what they got to say, D. I mean, I'll go go with that. I'll say it deserves to be on that level. Of the koozies. Of the the koozies, California Grill, unlike some other restaurants we know. All right. Uh, But I think it deserves to be on that level. I don't know if it's as good, but it's definitely not far from it. So you say the experience of being there and what you see and everything like that is good, but... Food depends on what you order on the menu. Well, or? no, the food experience itself was, I think, was the bigger portion of it for me. Okay, like that. I mean, I mean, the restaurant. It's, it's. I mean, the atmosphere is nice, but it's just like a big open room, you know. So it's not like it's, it's a huge atmosphere. But I think the food and the service itself was was really, really good. I thought it was really well done. And you know, when I go to restaurants, I judge everything by the food. I mean, it's like rest- experience is great and all, but if your food does, does, isn't good, it's like that doesn't make me want to come back. No, look, bro, you are you are food dude. We we've done a bunch of shows where like you've broken the menu down and everything like that, and then like, you've come back and tried it, and you've put your heart into it. So that's why I'm kind of curious. I enjoyed. It. I think uh, as a whole, all of us would have. I found something that Tupperlinas we right. liked. Last right. question. Last question. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait Kurt. Kurt, guy, oh, Kurt okay. Go ahead. Kurt, what well, do you think? I've You've had them both? I've only done Narcoozies once, and it was a, it was like 2016, I think. So my memories aren't all that good. This, Like Lee said, it's the fresher memory of this one. But um, I would say, yeah. It serves to be at the same level. It's on that same level? Does it? I so it so. doesn't top it. We need no. more experience to have with this place. And then yeah, this is one, one experience. One experience with both of them. So I mean, wow, that's that's big. That's big endorsement that y'all giving it. That's a good point you bring up. It's like Narcuzzi's been around for a while, so it has a proven track record. Tupelinos is rather new, so it's yet to be determined. And then you got the electrical water pageant going right by yeah. Magic Kingdom fireworks. Y'all could 100%. have easily have said, ah, you know, look, da, 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 that was a strong endorsement. Thank much. you. Yes, you're right. With me, nostalgia plays a big role, so it's hard to top it unless you've been around for a while. But I'm willing to give Tupelinos a chance. That's still a big endorsement. Yeah, next trip, we need to do both. Yes. Okay. Yes. Doesn't take a whole lot to get me to try scallops. I will say that. So that night we stayed at, uh, like I said, at the Dizzy Springs area uh, for one night, the Double Tree Suites by Hilton, Orlando. So y'all ate at the Riviera, even though you weren't staying there yet. Correct. Yes. Correct. Correct. Yes. And, and, and before we got back to the hotel, I, I jumped ahead. We hung out with some of you. That was the night we hung out with some of your TA friends, right? Yeah. So a couple of the travel agents said, hey, man, we're going to go over to um, Enchanted Rose. Enchanted Rose. 
and uh, grab some drinks. Oh, the Grand Floridian. At the Grand Floridian, yeah. (laughs) At the Grand Floridian. So we did that. Uh, we drove over there, right, Kevin? Yeah, we drove over there, and you know, normally you can't go in unless you got some kind of restaurant reservation. And so we talked to the guy, the, the security guy, and and uh, thankful for him. I wish I would have caught his name, but he was very. Uh, I, maybe it's good that I didn't catch his name, but he was like, you know, this. Uh, I'm glad, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to do this, but uh, y'all aren't staying at night. It's like, no, no, no. We just came to meet some people, friends for drinks. They're already in there. He's like, actually, he asked, are they already in there? I was like, yeah, they're already in there, and we're gonna stay for a little bit, and then we're gonna go back to our hotel. It went on. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fine. Just make sure you go park at the vacation uh, club area. And I knew where the parking lot was because I'd stay there like a few years ago. You know, so I'm like, yeah, is it still up on the right? Da, 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 da. You know, we got a rapport. It's like, yeah, y'all, y'all can go ahead. Y'all cool. Y'all cool. Yeah, because normally we're filled tonight, but, you know, I'm not supposed to do this, but y'all go ahead. What time are you talking about here? This is, I think, maybe 10? 10 ish, yeah, because wow. I remember okay. the bar closed at 12, and by the time we got actually parked and in the, you know, walked over there, and it was about 10 30. So we didn't have a lot of time to hang out, but it was, yeah, it was about 10 30 by the time we actually got to Enchanted Rose. Yeah, but it was nice. I'd never been there since they switched it over. Gorgeous. It? It, was, it was great. I mean, we even did a lap to try to find their friends and stuff, and I guess what I got, I got to see all the bar area, and it's like, Man, I want to hang out this here more. You know, this is, this is great. This is a nice little bar. So you hung out with Lee's travel agent friends. Yeah, did we y'all? did. We did. You know, we met some of the other Magical Moments Vacations travel agents. You know, even the boss, the the head person. Wow, met her and her husband. Yeah, owner. Was boss there. lady was there. Boss yep. lady was there. Damn. Okay. Boss lady bought our drinks. Did That's she? why yeah, she's the she, boss lady. She picked up the entire tab. I'm is like, she, you didn't even know us. Is she single? <laughs> no, she's not. She's not single. Damn it. Her husband was there. Her husband was there, and he was very cool. And was like, no, that's yeah. cool. No, all right. No, her husband good. was there. Her husband was there. He was very cool. So it was yeah, like, that's you know. a smart man right there. So did y'all ask her about po- sponsoring the podcast? I don't think I, don't think I did. You did not. And, and Lee, Lee, did you? I was like, no, I'm not going to step on over anyone's feet <laughs> today. I'm like, Yo. this is my first time. I never even met this lady before in my life. No, wait, you that was the first time lady you met her? That you, wait, the woman you not worked person. for. Not in That's person. The first time you met her. That's when yes. you got to smooth. You got to smooth because you ain't got nothing to lose. Ladies and gentlemen, wishful wandering travel agency. <laughs> a wonderful travel agency. Like, you know, they even hooked me up and Eli up with a <laughs> like $50 Uber gift certificate to the. You know, oh yeah, that was so, oh god. Oh, we got to get from the airport. With no Rachel right Vika. With no <laughs> Robert Javica. No Robert. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like you are bringing her yeah, money, you're bringing her nose. That's all I'm saying. You're actually helping her because this is the moment where we we could be talking about her in magical moments. We put her on blast, but instead we're going to talk about wishful wanderings travel, which is a great travel. <laughs> Gets you fifty dollars on the Uber, takes care of you, does it very well. Don't ask for her. And it's all to make sure that if you want to stalk your friends, mm-hmm. they won't even find you. Want to stalk your friends? They don't even know you're there. <laughs> Book. Wishful wandering travel. But anyway, so we had drinks there. Okay. <laughs> That's it. And it was great. Yeah. It's a, Did I mean, you meet this person that Lee never met? I yes. met this person, but it's like when you're in a social circle and the way they sat, it was like the boss lady and her husband. And so we got on the side of the husband and he started talking to us. So she was And the boss lady was talking to other people on the other side. She so tried to get both we didn't really have a chance to talk. And then the husband leaves and then she goes and takes care of the check. And then she goes and tries to find her husband because her husband, I guess, wandered off. Runs into Kirk. And I don't know what conversation you guys had. Kirk, with, you with her did husband? the job. Yeah, no. With, Kirk yeah, did when the she job. was looking for her husband. Yeah, she was looking for her husband. Because yeah. he, 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 I like, saw y'all out there and I was like, 
What the hell? Yeah, because she was she was li- wanted to leave, but her husband was nowhere around. I said I can't find him. I don't know where he's at. I said so um, like somewhere around here. Lee Lee was like, let me just throw all these other people into the fire, and hopefully, <laughs> I won't get blown up. Lee, okay. I think at that point, Lee was talking to travel agent William. Another, another. That's uh, a different person. That's a different person. Okay. He's a TikToker. He's a friend that we made, and you know, he's a good guy. He listens to our show too. Travel agent William. Okay, uh, shout out to travel. He's agent out William. of uh, Lake Charles. Oh, he's from Louisiana. Yeah, he's from he's not Louisiana, and he listens oh, well, to shout- us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, it's funny because he was saying it's like, oh man, I love y'all show. He listened to it. There's a couple of things you guys got wrong about Disney Genie, and that's the only thing that ever got me riled up. It's like, oh man, we love to have Why you on. Why did he write back? About. Why did he write yeah, it like, on? What did we get wrong? Yeah, oh, I, I don't remember. I, I I told him you have to come on and we have a discussion. It'd be great. So hopefully we'll have him at some point. But anyway, it was good. It was good to kind of meet them. Okay, we kind of we kind of ran good. in. We kind of ran into them all throughout the trip and stuff and whatnot. We're Let's moving move on. Forward, move forward. So we're at uh, the DoubleTree uh, Hiltons, and and this is actually a surprising Disney Springs Resort. I've never stayed uh, like well, other than the B Hotel, I've never stayed at any other Hotel Plaza Resort hotel. It was kind of like the Contemporary Light. Like it, it look almost looks like the contemporary from a distance. Why was it light then? Well, because it's not as good as the contemporary. Yeah, why? No, no monorail and uh, you know that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So no a frame and no. Yeah, there's no a frame. But it's kind of this 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 shape and the the windows and stuff. Okay, yes, okay. Exactly. We were literally there for like an hour before we went to sleep. Okay. Like, we didn't stay there a lot. We didn't have any interaction so much with anything outside that. I checked into the room about 12. They checked in. Well, you didn't have to check in because you checked in. We we got to the room after dinner, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was late by the time we checked in, and then we woke up the next morning, and we were done. So there wasn't no experience of staying downtown Disney. Well, we woke up the next morning, and uh, that's when we shot the shoe video, which is on YouTube. So, listeners, if you want to check out why we always talk about Lee's uh, plethora of shoes. Very well We have a video on that. And that was also the same morning in which Kirk Lanny jumped in my bed. I, I was blessed to be the only person whose bed he jumped on that trip. So he did not do the sneak, I need something. No, no sure. I, I did well, say sneak into their room. The doors are right there to get the extra uh, pillows and blanket because I slept on the sofa. All I remember is I woke up at something and Lee, Lee pointed. I guess noticed Kirk was there and Kirk was there. He was rearing up like a cat, you know? <laughs> okay, I see that. Yes. He's going to tackle so you. I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen. So I picked up. I picked my legs up because I didn't want him landing on my legs. <laughs> and boom, launches into my bed. There he is. Kirk in my bed. <laughs> Gotta do it at least one time. Kirk, you have one time. That now, means he's happy. If he launches into your bed, when he does that, he's a very happy. It was good, I'm glad I made you happy. You're the a, person that makes time. him the most happiest. That's that's okay, what that means. So that was we just stayed there that night. We got checked into uh we checked out a hotel. We didn't get like an early start, right? Because we were like, man, you know, we stayed out late. Well that's you know time. To, to that to that point, that was pretty much our whole trip, right? It's like you yeah. kind of adapted to I mean, I don't want to say my schedule, but the schedule that I usually run is like, you know, I, I go, I hit the parks for about ten o'clock, and then we, and then we close the thing down. And so, not that we closed the parks down, but we we were out late doing whatever, and you know, we we finally got moving around nine o'clock, ten o'clock, hit the parks for that day, and then we closed the park down for the most part. So we went to uh, we went to what Animal Kingdom that day? We yeah, we went out. to yes. Kirk's favorite park, Animal yes. Kingdom. We went to Animal Kingdom first. Why you sound so? That's not Kirk's favorite park. park. No, it's not Kirk's favorite park. I was joking. No. Disney World trip. First park, Animal Kingdom. Well, he's talking about it. What? Why so dour? Because it's not my favorite. I, I admit it. It was the it was the best day. It was the best day. 
It was the, the best, best day, day at that park, and you had a good time. That was a good time. But you just don't want to give it credit because it's Animal Kingdom. Yes. Okay. Well, that's very selfish of you. I am as God has made me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we were at Animal Kingdom uh, there during that day. We stumbled upon a showing of Kite Tales. <laughs> kite Tales! <laughs> kite Tales! Woo! It's like, we were, we're, I think we we're trying to get to Expedition Everest before we had lunch at Space 220. And then we happened, and it's like, hey, they're starting kite tails. Like, every day that I've been making kite tails. It's like, we probably, we probably should check this out. <laughs> then we went and we got a seat. We okay. got wait, a wait, seat wait, with the show. You, yeah. you didn't like the show? You liked the no, show? I, I oh, wasn't a fan, not I, at no, all. I wasn't a fan of the show. People are trashing that show that I've seen on I social am, media. I, I did go live. I was able to, that's one of the few times I was able to go live. And unfortunately, my video cut short. I mean, it wasn't much left to the show anyway, but it cut short because my phone overheated because there was like no cover to the Your seating phone area. phone overheated? Yeah, I, I had it up here like this. So I guess it was in direct angle to the sunlight. Oh, wow. So okay. iPhone, my iPhone said, it's too hot. I got to shut down. So I was like, okay, well, whatever. You didn't blow it? <laughs> no, I didn't blow it. I'm, or maybe I did, but it didn't work. But look, either way, it wouldn't have helped. Even if no, I would have finished, it, 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 no. finished the footage, it wouldn't have helped. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't a big... I mean, it's kites being pulled by jet skis. I'm not... The Miami Vice Action Spectacular yeah, <laughs> from Universal Studios or Kite Tales, you would go as Miami Vice. I probably would go with Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Okay. I, which, by the way, I, I they have Scarab like, speedboats, which I absolutely love. Oh, those okay. are awesome. Yeah. Those are badass. Scarab speedboats yeah, are badass. Yeah. But these little jet skis pulling around kites... A lot of people are knocking the fact that you know it's it, the kites are crashing. It's like no, they're just landing it, and they don't land it off stage. So it's like you can see where they land the dang kites. There you go, clarify for them, except for one that got caught. Y'all, y'all caught it. Something got caught on a branch or whatever. So it was like, yeah. So this show just is terrible. That's a, that's, a, that's an apt description. That's what it looked like. It was like going through the air. It got it hit something and went. This is an OSHA lawsuit waiting to happen, man. It was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty nuts, OSHA. <laughs> OSHA. Think about it. You got a guy driving the jet ski, right? Then you got a guy sitting on the back of the jet ski, which I assume he's strapped in because this kite would probably pull him off. So he's on the back holding the kite. You got the dri guy driving the jet ski, and then you got them going all around the lake. And I swear to God, like, I don't know how they don't kill each other. And this, and I'm sure they've got a, a place they're supposed to, you know, drive through, and you know they've got a routine, but. I could see how, like, one false move, man, and, and dude, someone's going to get hurt. It was crazy, man. And to Kevin's point, man, like, that stadium, correct me if I'm wrong, that stadium was built to show the nighttime show, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was so there's no shade. Yeah. There's no, you no. know, there's no overhang anything. So you're just sitting here in the blazing sun watching, you know, a little, some guys come out with some sticks, you know, in front of you, and then off in the distance, these kites. And it's just like, all right, well, I saw it. I don't ever need to see this again. That's okay. sure. that yeah, it basically, it's like you got people dancing in front of you, then kite. Then people dancing in front of you, then, then kite. kite. Then people dancing in front of you. End of show. That, that, that was it. And it was not like, woo. It was like, woo. -hoo. <laughs> no, it was more like, woo. It's so freaking hot. There's nothing. So there's nothing like the kites. They form a letter or like happy 50th or nothing like that. Like as a person that did does it man really that, is, that would be ambitious <laughs> no this is just kites flying on the back of a jet just ski. random so it's a very I mean, random show and it's not even like you can just sit there and relax like you know let's say you, you're not the biggest fan of uh carousel progress but at least you know you can sit down relax get some ac this is just full-blown sun watching the cheapest looking kite you've ever seen first of all they look so cheap 
All right. So now uh, on Thursday, the other mo- other than Kytales, I can't say that it, it's a significant. <laughs> the other significant thing we did is we had lunch reser- lunch right those lunch reservations at Space Two Twenty. Okay. Oh, we talked about this. You know, Space Two Twenty. We talked about it. Yeah, yes. finally got the menu. Couple of menus. Yeah. Um, to start this off, uh, we got an email from Mister Potato Ed, one of our Moicans. Okay, oh, fan Potato listeners Ed. regarding Space Two Twenty, and if y'all remember the review that we did when they finally finally released their menu. Yes, uh-huh. yes, it was not good. Yes, it, we we didn't. We, it was not a good review. We 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 didn't we didn't uh, view it favorably. But we toughed through it. But now we have the actual experience to see if that review matches the reality. And so does it? Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it in that second. Uh, let me read this email from Mr. Potato. So thank you for uh, writing in. And for any of you listeners that want to do the same, show at magicroad.com. So Mr. Potato Ed says this. He says, if reservations for Space 220 were available when Lee was getting me and Bo hooked up and booked up with dining reservations for a visit in a few weeks. With no Hasselvika. I was going to say it. Mr. Pedelia says, I toss him in a black hole. Hey, <laughs> oh, Ed, report for duty, sir. Right in that black hole, too. <laughs> and to be fair, he did censor himself, but I decided to fill it in for you. I'll just oh, you it out. You put the I, I did no, but he did write it, but he censored himself. He did asterisk F asterisk asterisk. That is a national hero. That is our Jack Ryan. So Mr. Pinero Ed says this. He says, You are all spot on with your assessments of the menu. Oh. Oh, he's been there. No, no. He just I guess he based it off of our review. Okay. He says the cost of watching a TV screen and especially Danny's tagging of the name lazy. He he said that that's that seems accurate. Who'd I call lazy? Wait, no, no, you, you said the naming was lazy. The way to, oh, yeah, yes, yes, the, yes. Ed, the way it was, yeah, yeah it wasn't okay. the name. Yeah, was lazy, so he, he was agreeing with that. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. He says, I'll watch the NASA channel and cook my own greens instead of wasting my money there. <laughs> <laughs> and he ends his email with this. He says, your show was, as always, entertaining, hilarious, and filled with important information. Where else can we fans learn about a crime family being lucky enough to pick up an iPad that fell off a truck? That was a genius <laughs> show. He I says, that, my friends, is why I'm a Patreon supporter of the show. Stay sexy, Mr. Potato Ed. Hey! Hey! Thank you for your call of duty, sir, as always. Duty. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. But let's get to it, guys. We ate at Space 220, and we met up with Downs on the Ground, Stephen Downs. He got off of work to join us in this experience. And Kirk, there's a new person we met. Uh, Kirk, you can introduce him. Who do we meet on this trip? It's a friend of yours. Yep. His name is Scott Gardner. He um, lives in Florida. I met him a couple of years ago through another podcast, not Disney-related. Uh, he's a he's a comic book podcaster. He also what, what, what podcast is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, give him a little plug. His uh his um podcast network is called the Two Two True Freaks. Two, Two True, True Freaks. Freaks, and they talk about comic books. Yeah, comic books. It's a whole it's a whole podcast uh, comic book network. They they you sure it's about comic of, books? It's all about comic books because that sounds a little sexual. Two nope. true freaks. No, nope. it's him and a, a good friend of his. But they, um, other people also. It's a whole. Th- they have a bunch of different podcasts on the, on this own network. They all all about comic books. Uh, they have one that's called Back to the Bins, where they go they talk about older comic books. Oh um, wow! Okay, about the golden age stuff. It's a lot of good stuff. It, it's it's a funny story. The way I, the way I uh, I got the way I met him is that um I met him through another podcast. It was a Superman podcast with some other guys I listened to, and uh, Scott was a guest star on it. 
well, guest star, guest on that podcast one time, and um, he was basically complaining and bitching about the state of Superman. This is a few years ago. This okay. is this is for all the stuff going on with Super, the character now. Okay. So a few years ago, talking about how DC was really you know doing him bad and it weren't treating it wasn't the stories and talking about you know the golden age of Superman back in the eighties and all and stuff like that. The people liked um, him, and I yeah. And I just thought, you know, this is a, this is an old cranky guy talking bad about what's going on with the character that I love right now. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I really like it. I like this guy. So, I, so, I, so I finally reached out to him. Got you know, got to know him a little better. Done some comic book swaps with him and stuff like that. And does he does he draw? Does he write? No, or he, no just a fan. All right, just, just okay. a fan. Well, I, I 100% disagree about Superman, but uh, I a thousand percent agree with what he's saying like he did a, a review recently on our ch- uh, on our page about uh the hotel uh, the jim corcus hotel book the jim corcus yeah. hotel book yeah, excellent. Thought that was brilliant so for listeners if you're curious Whoa. scott gardner is in the uh magic our way pleasure island facebook group he, he's a good uh contributor now uh, on our our facebook page so you can catch his name on there all the times and that was one of the reviews that he was talking about oh and then he was talking about, about yeah I would mm-hmm. love yep. to talk comics. With yeah, he's a, he's a big Disney fan. Also, loves Disney history. Um, the big thing is, is Epcot, the early days of the um, the, the park. And, early days uh, of Epcot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love the early days. Horizons, sixty four, sixty five, World's Fair. He's a real big fan of that. Hundred percent. Yeah, he's yeah. a historian of sorts. He's a collector. Anyway, so yeah, we met up with his friend Scott. That's the first time we met the guy. Very nice guy. You know, it was very very cool to hang out. with So he he ate with y'all at two twenty. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and with Stephen Downs. Yeah. yeah, with Stephen Downs. So the, we finally got to experience this dang thing. He okay. enjoyed it. Was the menu? I, I won't go so far. I, I say he's enjoyed it. Oh. You wouldn't even know. Well. Let me say this. Let okay. me just say this. <laughs> if that meal would have been about $30, I would feel a lot better about it. But I spent $70 with a tip for lunch, no dessert or anything like that. The previous night we ate at Topolino's, I spent $80 for dinner and had an amazing meal. This place is so overpriced, it's ridiculous. I mean, and the balls they got to call this thing uh, – Signature. signature dining. Yeah. I mean, that is, I don't know what they think signature dining consists of, but this is not it. But Lee, the restaurant is supposed to be out of this world. Yeah. Did you take into account that you were dining 220 miles away from the earth? <laughs> exactly. Atmosphere? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I took a dump in that restaurant and hopefully that, that shot 220 miles down and landed on somebody that created this restaurant because oh. <laughs> let me say this like, probably floated back up I'm just nothing saying nothing about the service is signature nothing about the meal is signature nothing about the food nothing about the atmosphere is signature in any kind of way and $70 for lunch is stupid alright question stupid. Lee did, so you didn't feel like you were in space at all, even though there was that background with the windows of Earth and all that. Nothing. Okay, so I may be I may be wrong here. Maybe I'm not understanding how everything works. But so there's these big big windows, obviously projections and things like that. But there's also lights around the window, and I'm assuming because you know the the restaurant would be too dark if these lights weren't in there. But that to me threw the whole thing off. Like there's a big glare on there. It, it didn't seem realistic, of course, to me. But I mean, I know how they. I knew it was just a screen anyway, so maybe that's part of it. But, like, I can see, like, taking your eight, nine-year-old kid there, and they'd be like, wow, this is so cool. Then, okay, great, you know, 
that you, you 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 get it. But one of the cool things was like seeing different spaceships float across, and you can there were actual spaceships like, hey, that's the spaceship from Spaceship Earth, and that's the spaceship from Space Mountain, and things like that. So that was kind of cool. But Mission no, space, man, like yeah. I didn't care for the atmosphere. I didn't. I wasn't impressed in any kind of way at all. So it was coral reef in space. That's exactly how I would, I would describe it. Coral reef in space. Yes, yes, yeah. I think it's nice. the same because I'm not a big fan of coral reef either. It's like you know, I mean, only because we come from an area which has killer seafood restaurant, and so it's like you go there, it's like okay, great. The atmosphere, it's 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 seafood. it's subpar seafood, exactly, but with like next to an aquarium. So this is like, oh, we we saw the freaking menu. It's like regular food with space, space. Yeah, no. <laughs> space. And, and, and you know, I'm not going to knock the atmosphere as bad as bad as Lee had made it. I mean, I thought it was kind of cool how the screens worked and everything was kind of joined, and you saw the little spaceships. But if you remember when I was talking about Topolino's, I judge I judge a restaurant by its food because I go to a restaurant to eat, not to experience something like, say, an attraction. I want food, like and good food, you know. And so I, you know, the atmosphere it was fine okay it, it worked it, it made the illusion that you were up in space to a certain extent but the you know the food just wasn't i mean it was good but it was not like i i didn't think i had to pay that much it wasn't good. out of this world like i i agree with lee it's like it was it wasn't out of this world uh the price was out of this world i, I didn't feel like I, I i um like i felt after topolino's as far as what i the value the, the quality of the food versus the value that i and the value that i paid for it was and that was shared amongst the table that I think so. I mean, I don't want to speak for them, but I know I had it. I think Steven wasn't a big fan either. And just to let you know, I, I ordered this just because we talked about it. I, I got the free range chicken. <laughs> oh, know? wow. Just because it's like, well, I might as well get the so free range chicken. So was it free? Because the range was between whatever you had to pay for and free. That's well, in space, play. everything is yeah. free. Yes. No, it's, getting, it's totally can, zero. Yeah. <laughs> I got the end opposite of free. They Eli. can range all <laughs> as much as they want. Ain't no to. chickens in space, baby. <laughs> It was good. The free range chicken was the free good. range chicken was good, but not for the not not the, the, it was yeah. overpriced. Yeah. So like Lee said is true. It's just overpriced for the ambiance and the the meal that you're getting. Exactly. Yeah. Even you're, though you're, you're eating in space. Even though you're eating space. But you didn't you're, feel you're, nothing about being in space, right? No, Outside of no. the windows. I, like, I, I even thought to myself, like, you know, one thing you could have imagined is at least had the shake, like shake uh, the floor shake a little bit to make uh, some kind of idea that you know you are on a moving vessel. Because Lord knows it's not gonna, that something up that high in space is not going to be that stationary. You know, I mean, you you don't have to be a scientist to figure that out. So did you have to take the uh, like the hydrolator? Yeah, we took the hydrolators up <laughs> and for down. Lack of a better term, yes. up and down, up and down. Yeah, mm. restaurant with a pre-show. Mm. Yep. restaurant with restaurant, a pre-show. Restaurant yeah. and pre-show. Okay, yeah, there so. wasn't there was no crazy studs or no uh like you know when we go to um there was no more set yeah like the, like the trade is yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. No, there's nothing, nothing like, like that. that you order a certain drink and like nope. oh, nothing, nothing like, that. like that no chick comes out nope. she looks alien that would have been cool nothing no that would have been an improvement to be straight to be straight with this now y- y'all met the head guy of the restaurant group the patina restaurant group that sponsors yeah these- we thought we thought it was bob chapek <laughs> 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 All bald white guys look alike. That is exactly what it was. It was yeah. a space clone. Oh hell yeah! Uh, yeah. I think, I think it was uh, your friend Scott that was like, "Bob, could, do you mind if we take a picture?" And he's like. Oh, I, I'm not. I'm not Bob. <laughs> Although I've been mistaken for that all day today. Okay, <laughs> and then that's what y'all said. Well, okay, I'm sorry. We, we we were totally mistaken. What's your name? 
Bob. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> His name was Bob, too. <laughs> His name was Bob. His name was Bob. Oh, well, how about that? <laughs> Go figure. Wow. Yeah, he, he was faux Bob. Faux Bob. <laughs> He wasn't the Bobby you wanted, just the Bobby you needed. It wasn't just us assuming because when we were checking in by the by the by the desk, this that that same guy walked past us. And I saw him, I was like, look at Scott. I said, was, was that Bob J. Peck? He said, I think that was. That was Bob J. Peck. So, but the the, the Major D whatever the guy was checking us in overheard us, he said, Well, I don't know if that was him, but he's definitely in a restaurant tonight. Oh yeah, I do remember. So Bob was back there in the he, restaurant. He said he was he was there. That, that's oh, what the guy said. So when we saw him, when we saw this guy, I was like, "Well, that's Bob Chip, Bob yeah. Chapek." So Scott called him over and he's like, "Yeah, well, that, I'm not Bob Chapek, but thank I've I've been mistaken." But he was a nice before. guy. He, was yeah, a nice he guy. chatted he was with nice us for a while. Guy. He he chatted with us for a good five ten minutes. Did y'all it wasn't tell like him? Or... Did you tell him his restaurant sucked? Well, we hadn't eaten before. It was before. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't eat there yet. Okay, so y'all. Okay, so when it was over, did y'all ask for him to be brought back to the table <laughs> so I could tell him that his restaurant sucked? <laughs> Bring me Bob. <laughs> Bald Bob. Bring me Bob. Uh, we wanted the waiter back at that point because it was taking forever to pay the bill. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. the wait. The waitress. A waiter disappeared. Well, okay. in space, the little credit card machines work slower. Yeah, because oh, it, it's, it sa- it's satellite. It's satellite internet, right. so it takes forever. Takes to a get while. To the Maybe yes, your waiter right. waitress had to teleport down to Earth to like, like actually ring the card and then teleport. That's back. probably what happened. That's so yeah, can we? Or y'all, did y'all make friends with Bob? Can we have Bob on the show so we can talk about how <laughs> restaurant is? No. <laughs> I don't think that's like gonna that. happen. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. We're I, not gonna talk to Bob. No, I did. We did connect. I I connected oh, with him on LinkedIn me. at least. So I oh well, look. If he, if he wants to sponsor the show, then it's then, the greatest restaurant, the greatest restaurant we ever heard of. Disney. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> but we have some pointers. I'll, I'll <laughs> okay. play ball. What, <laughs> what do y'all need? But yeah, what do, what do you got? got no shame. It? Yeah, right. Um, Oh my God, Mr. Wilson, it's the best restaurant ever. Wink, just put wink, some pep out it. We're we're on pot, like we just like you know do the little winky, winky, winky thing. Like that, little, that little. flat iron steak. You know what? It may be the size of a small hamburger, but it's the best flat iron steak I've ever had in my oh, life. Oh wow, flat iron steak the size of less than the actual hamburger. And y'all pattern. met the y'all are already ready to turn this man. Y'all met the man. Like Eli and I have no loyalty to the Bobs whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know who this is. No. We're like, we could totally turn on this guy. We have no feeling about it. Y'all, Bob two things to improve me. this restaurant. Lower the prices, Star Wars overlay. I'll go back to any day of the week. Okay, but what if they can't do the Star Wars overlay because of something else that's happened? Yeah, Lower the prices. They're a, they're a contractor, essentially. The what, way- what if the people who own Star Wars, like Disney, Disney <laughs> yeah. says, no, you can't use it in their because I think the way when we first talked about the menu part, Kevin gave the history of the restaurant. So that gave me the impression that the restaurant. No, I gave had, you the history of the restaurant group. I th- I I think, yeah, yeah, but they had to buy into the franchise of selling whatever they had at Disney. That I think I think the impression the, I got the Disney mindset is you can have the Star Wars in space experience as long as you book one of our cruises or stay at one of our high price hotels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you can kindly go. Yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That makes sense because it's like you want to have a space to twenty. They're probably like, "Hey, we got a great idea. There's a Star Wars restaurant." Like, yeah, okay, you want to pitch in? You got to put your more money than that. They're like, okay, space two twenty. What do you but think? It is, it is a valid question though that that was asked. Is like, if the prices were lowered, would this have improved our experience? And uh, can I tell you this? This is what I would say. If you just name it Space Fifty Percent. <laughs> Wait, wait, space 110? Yeah. Space 110. 
No, no, no. Just space 50% because this is what you want out of Star Wars. Only 50%. <laughs> the other 50%. So it's, like, it's like Galaxy Star Cruiser economy right. style. You got to book the, the special accommodations on the little fake uh, hotel or you got to go on the cruise ship. Otherwise, it's space 50%. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go with that. I like space, that. Space 0.50. Space, yeah, 0.50. There reminds me about Kevin Smith's script. It's like, space 50%. It's like, what do you, you mean space 110? It's like, no, space 50%. <laughs> <laughs> space 50%, space 50 cent. You can call it space yeah, 50 cent. Yeah, you lay, but you, okay. laid, you laid a very good question. So the ambiance and everything was cool, but you were charged too much yeah, I think it wasn't so. even that cool I it mean, was it not was, that cool it was so not what, cool at all the price would have like, made a difference like, hmm, okay this is uh, uh i don't know here's the thing i will say this like when we did the original review and we saw the pictures i that was first of all i was like what is this this looks like chilies that's why i made that point so i think number one they fire the photographer that they have that makes their website pictures. Because I saw some pictures of actual people's photos. I was like, wow, they did a way better job than the Disney photographer did in like promoting this thing because like, the food looked way better than the pictures they took. So my, my hopes did get up a little bit. Like, all right, well, maybe it's not going to be as, as bad as what I think it's going to be. But no, it was, it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Anybody right now that you see that's reviewing this restaurant favorably is a liar. A liar, lying, and they want to be the. They want to pixie dust it, and they want to. I don't know if they got the connections, and they trying to like like save face or something. But you cannot go to this restaurant, eat there, and tell me that you had a a, an acceptable experience. Wow, you know, I I don't know if I go that far, Lee. I I would say if that. If they are, they because we, you know, when Kirk and I were driving down, we were listening to a review of this place just to kind of prepare. And I feel like it, it, it's um, if you if it's a person with a less adventurous palate or come from an area in which they don't have access to good food or what we would determine as good food, at least from our area, we're from New Orleans, in case you're listening to this for the first time, I think they would think this is an exceptional place because their experiences are different. Their experiences are different, maybe not as varied as what we've gone through. But I think that's where I think maybe that's the market they're going for. It sounds like if you eat at Space 50 Cent, <laughs> I don't know what you heard about. <laughs> Many meals. But you can't get a dollar out of me. Because <laughs> there's no Cadillacs or perms you can't see. <laughs> Cause I'm space two twenty. <laughs> uh, so that was that. That was our space two twenty experience. So uh, after that experience, you know, we uh, Scott had to go, so we left. And I think Stephen hung out with us, and the Raz joined us after that meal. Oh, the Raz, that's awesome. Well, there's a smart one right there. <laughs> She's like, I'm not eating there. Well, screw that. I'll show up after that crap's over. No price is too high. So that was cool. We got to hang out with her, and that, that was the, pretty much the, the highlight of the rest of the day. Though. That's awesome. Hang with the Raz. Yeah, hung out with the yeah. Raz. We, we hung out at, at Animal Kingdom and for the, to close out the day, and that was pretty much it. That was good. Prior to us getting there, it sounds like hanging out with the Raz and Steven and all the, that sounds like that was the highlight you had your of your adventure. It was good to see all the weekends. Scott, Scott, yeah, 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 Scott, yeah. Meet new people and hang out with them right. weekends. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. And so now to kind of uh, close off this portion of the show, 
Um, uh, we'll, we make it to Friday, the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So here ah, we are. Hey. Here we are. So it was great. So um, uh, the buses started rolling at 4.30 a.m. Okay. That's really early. We said, that. We're not getting up that early. <laughs> we even said that? Thank you. Uh, Lee was part of it. You know, it's like, I know I wasn't going to. So if he wanted to go, yeah, he's more than welcome to do no. it. I'm like, no. Kirk wasn't jumping in anybody's beds, Dude. waking anybody no, up. No, Look, no. The, the way the room was set up, Lee was here. Kevin was here. I was in the pull-down Murphy bed, twin size, like kind of right in front of Lee's bed. And once in a while, I wake up, sun, see the sunshine through, look over. I see Lee still in bed, Kevin still in bed. Okay, he was still sleeping. Still sleeping. Sleep a little longer, look over. Nope, no Lee. Kevin's in bed. Okay, go right over. Look yeah, over usually again. when there's no Lee, Lee's in the shower. He's usually the first one in the... Not shower. He showered. You showered at night, Lee, right? So you were the first... Yeah, first I'm, one I'm a shower at night type person. Yeah, but. so you were getting dressed, getting nice or whatever else. So anyways, yeah, so we, we we didn't wake up that early for the 50th. So you had a chill day. Yeah, we had, well, I mean, no, we, we just, we, we, the thought was that we knew the park was going to close at 11 o'clock. So it was like, you know, I, I didn't, in my mind, I was like, I, I didn't feel a need to get there that freaking early with everybody and everybody gunning for merchandise and all that kind of crap. I was like, no, we got there comfortably at 10 a.m. Um, we got through the gates. I immediately tried to go live. But uh, as you can imagine, the Wi-Fi and the cellular service were sucky that day. Sucky! I, I watched. I watched. And like within two seconds of watching, y'all already had a thumbs down video. <laughs> yeah. You, is that the video you showed me when yes. I came back? Yes. And it was like, oh, shoot. This is not going well. It froze all y'all. It kept on losing connection. I had yeah. to restart the live video. It was terrible. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, yeah. well. Every freaking podcaster, Disney fan, TikToker, blogger, whatever is in the park, and they they just their systems couldn't handle it. Their infrastructure couldn't handle it. That's tough. It was rough. So then I got that's when I got to the point. It's like I just got to record stuff and then post it as I can, and then uploading stuff while you're in the parks was a chore itself because of the same issue. I learned the exact same lesson when we went to Disneyland and I filmed Paint the Night. Never go live. Just record it yourself and then upload, and upload it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. probably one hundred percent. Over yeah. there. Oh yeah, it's big time. Likely. Yeah, it, it was terrible. So I, I, yeah. I mean, as much as what's going on, I love to have gone live and do my normal thing, but it was, it was so tough to do. It was tough to watch. Yeah, and, and I apologize for anybody that watched that. I, I tried to give you all some kind of experience, but it, the internet infrastructure was not having it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, absolutely it not having it. I'm like, dang right. it, what the hell? That's why it was like it ain't fair to us as a as a yeah. brand to have that happen. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. You know, I, I don't know how anybody got their stuff out. That's part of the reason we were there, baby. Baby, yeah. if like, I remember right, we were outside the park when you first started, right? Yeah, I was right outside. I was going to do. I was going to f- film. It the was already thing. screwing up. It, and was, it was already screwing up. It was already screwing up when y'all were outside the park. Like, and geez. then y'all were filming. Like he was filming one thing, and he turned to you. You were filming something completely yeah. different. Yeah. Like, oh, Kirk, what are you doing? Oh, you're filming your own thing. Yeah. And like y'all all doing like something different. And it's like this isn't a good narrative. Lee Lee was recording for his food blog or whatever, and you were recording for yeah, like you know your Prosperity. personal parts the magic kingdom thing or whatever <laughs> and then kurt uh kevin was uh recording for the podcast actually if if you know i can i can elaborate on that i Please, was sir. trying to back up kevin as far as recording recording on my camera trying to catch some stuff too and he did get all my I footage did, yeah oh did he so your but footage the, worked better than his footage but yes the footage yes. that he posted on youtube was his footage not your footage because yes. he turned to you well, you were video. He got mine. He got my later that. And night. he was like, if "Yeah, you- I was like, I'm so glad you recorded that because mine was crap." And right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. He was like, if you and- quit that ringing podcast you're with, and just give me your footage, I'll I'll let you in on our fiftieth shows. That's that's what he said. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Sounds good, huh? Whatever daddy says sounds good. <laughs> Whatever, I wasn't listening. Squirt, squirt. I understand. Squirt, squirt. I listen to that now. Hey, look, either way, we got in at a comfortable 10 a.m. We got some of the Comerative God books. It was great. Uh, we minute we went through the uh, underneath the train station and we got the reveal into Main Street. There's Lou Mangello right there, <laughs> you know. Lou Mangello's on Main Street. Lou oh. Mangello's on Main Street. I, f- I forget who spotted him. I guess maybe Kirky might have spotted him or Lee. One of you guys spotted him before I did. I saw him and I was like, "Hey, that dude's kind of short. Is that Lou Mangello?" Oh yeah, and yeah. I was looking at somebody else. Was like, "No, that's not Lou." Yeah, yeah. and then you pointed me in the right direction. I was like, "Yeah, that's Lou." A hundred percent. I saw yeah. that video where where like. I think it was Lee. I think he's right. I think he said that. Yeah, that's Lou Mangiello. You're like, no, that's not him. Oh shoot, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong person. I was like, that is definitely not Lou. Yeah. You know? And then it's like, oh, that's Lou. Yeah. So then we ended up talking to him. He, you know, he's just saying, hey, how you doing? You know, he said, if there's anything you ever need, just let him know. And so, yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get him for the 400th. So that'd be fun. That'd be nice. Finally get him on there. Yeah. So, hey, uh, man, the student becomes a teacher, man. That's that's what it's about. Yeah, that's yeah. Jedi stuff. Uh, I got to interject here. Yeah. Be- myself, personally, Lou Magello wasn't the first person of note that I know that I saw inside the Magic Kingdom that morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, Who was that? Who was the first person? The first person to know that I noticed, personally, that I saw. Um, they were, you know, characters can't come out and do a meet and greet anymore. They oh, have was to, it Bob from Space 220? They, they, have, they have to go. <laughs> they have to do their, you know, they'd stand. These, some characters were standing on the, um, on the train oh, station. Oh, the train station. Okay, and yeah. they were doing the wave and everything. And it was Mary Poppins. Oh. oh. So, yeah, you're especially Andrews herself. That's the first person I saw. It, yeah. It's tradition. I, I try to find every time I'm in the Magic Kingdom. So now you had a good day because you saw Mary Poppins first. And who else, who else was up there with her? Mickey. Jasmine. Oh, well, oh, yeah. I saw Jasmine while I went over there. And I waited in the afternoon because that's like me and Jasmine. And you were a happy man. Mm. I'm always a happy man out there. With Jasmine. Aladdin, yeah. Jasmine, Alice, oh, you Moana, got pictures. and Look Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. And um, who's the who's the buff guy from um, Gaston? Gaston. Yeah. Well, you were, you're a Lou Mangiello fan, so you didn't feel any magic of uh, uh, seeing Lou Mangiello there? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, you did? Definitely. So did oh, you yeah. talk to Lou? No, nah, that's Kevin. Let him, let him uh, network that way. You gotta, you gotta team up, man. You the guy. We weren't dead. Like you gotta help do your. Like you found thing. you found our show through listening to Lou. Yep, sure did. And you didn't feel any sense of compulsion to be able to be like, "Hey, Lou, man, hey, just no because much he, love." No, I think I, th- I thought what like, he's short. <laughs> he is very he's short. Very yeah. short, man. And, he, and oh. he's not afraid to admit that. And because I was like one time we met him at Cafe Du Monde and it was me and Danny. And you know, I'm not terribly tall, but no, we yeah, came up to your this picture. I have it. You're taller than him, but he is a yeah. uh, he's a very nice person. Very nice guy. Yeah. And uh, I had no problem saying hello to him. I, I would have figured you of all people would have wanted to say hello to him. Nope. It was nice. I like Kevin handle all that. Yeah. Okay. Kevin did all the networking. Yeah, Lee Lee kinda broke the ice because I was kinda hesitant because he was on the phone. I was like, Yeah, I don't know if I want to bother him and all this. I was like, dude, go talk to him. So he said that. Thank you, Lee. Thank you. So Lee introduced it and then you know I I kinda took it from there. So that was fine. Sometimes you gotta remind Kevin that he knows (laughs) Lumanjo. He paid (laughs) to talk to this. It's like Kevin, you you did pay this man to talk to him. I understand your trepidation though, again, as a as a person that gets to be one of those things like I didn't know if he was doing something or whatever and it's like because i know like if i'm doing something i don't like to be bothered because it's like i'm focusing on this and i got to do that but you know it, it was cool I, i'm glad we ran into him there because we tr- he had a meet up at two o'clock that day on the 50th and i'm and it was his meet of the month which usually does on the first of every month and i'm thankful we ran into him in the morning because this meet of the month it was kind of crazy um it was supposed to be at the noodle station place 
Uh, this is our area. Terrace, yeah, Tomorrowland yeah. Terrace and stuff. But uh, I guess we caught him when he was moving out of there. I guess he couldn't do it or something. I don't know what happened. But we ended up right by the left floor, and then we're talking, you know. And I mean, he was talking to his fans. You know, I was kind of in the back. I couldn't get up front. But then, like, cast members came up. I was like, look, you can't gather here. This, so, a bunch of cast members came and broke up the whole party. And so they relocated somewhere else. Oh, like, wow. You know what? I already talked to him this morning. I'll email him. Uh, I'll message him. We're good. We're good with that. So then we got that. So I'm glad we got to meet him that morning. So I guess it was fate that we did that that morning versus at his I'm meetup. I'm glad Lee pushed yeah. you into meeting him. Yeah. No, I was glad. I was glad. He's got to kind of he broke that ice and it was good. And that was needed because once you got that, then you were able to. Yeah, Talk he remembered me and everything. He's like, how's the podcast? It goes like, yeah, I told him like we're about to reach our 400th. He's like, look, if you need anything, reach out to me. And let me know. I was like, absolutely. Because Kevin, you, what are you doing about that? You are the high level yourself. That is true. Yeah, I, I never consider myself that way. I know you never do. I know you I, should, I probably should. I, I probably should. But it's like I never it's like I'm still I'm still learning. You know, I, I still feel like I'm still trying to figure no. this thing out. Because you are Lou Mangello. Oh, well, thank you. You're on sure. your thank, own thank, level. Thank, thank, thank. And no, but yes. look, that's what I said. Like, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, when you meet the guy that is that other level, you're just like, holy crap. But it does take a Leah, it takes a day to, like, kind of, like, break dice and, like, yeah, and be like, hey, man, go over there and say hello. Yeah. This person is not above you. Right. And I got to remember that. And that's part, part, probably part of my hang up, you know. And I'm sure these guys are cool, but it's like, I mentioned those on the show all the time. It's like Lou Mangiello, Kevin Smith. Those are the two guys are the reason why I'm doing this right now. Hey, look, my two guys were Kevin Smith and Jim Hill, and I reached out to both of them. Yeah, and yeah. Both and of them have been really, really good. Neither yeah. one of those two guys yeah. are my guys, but the point is, is that like it's Jim Lee and like you know, like it was a, a Dan Dito at one point, and it was a thing where like again, it's that guy. It's doing that thing that you want to do, and you're just like, holy you admire crap. For him, it's like you respect his time and his presence. You know, I, but I that you. dude is humble, and like, just yeah. but like you've done that for other people. So yeah, you know, you're on that level. That's all we say. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I say I, I got to be reminded. That's that. why I show up. I love you. So that was cool. <laughs> so we got to do that, and I know a couple of things that uh, events took place. I mean, we rode the rides. At first, let me get this out of the way. And the guys can back me up with this. The, the, we, we thought the rides would be crazy packed. No, the ride times were freaking awesome. Five minutes, 20 minutes max, Ooh. maybe 40 for some of the more extremely popular stuff. I heard that. It was hard to believe. But even like, I think Haunted Mansion was what, guys? Like 60 minutes? But we only, we got through in like 30. Like half that time, it was like quick. I mean, we saw the line come up near the front of the Columbia Harbor House. But we got in. It was like, before you know it, we were in the uh, the, the touchy-feely place, the uh, which you can't touch and feel anymore. Which you can't. Uh, the the queue, the interactive queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bus. Yeah, it was quick. It was. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. But um, thirty minutes is not bad. Yeah, the lines were great. The lines at the Emporium. <laughs> the lines all day. It was terrible. I'm like, I can wait on my fifty fiftieth anniversary. Dude, I, I, yeah, I can't even speak. Ridiculous. To, like, when we got there and we were like, what, three days beyond the 50th and we tried to check out at the Emporium and my sister put me in charge of picking up a couple things for them. Mm. I wanted out of there so bad. Oh, really? It was, yeah. so, it was so horrible it was being in that. It was nuts. It's just, it makes you not even want to deal with it. Deal with Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly no, you're it. welcome because I, I I felt the same experience. And- I I really just wanted out in in every way possible. Like I'm I'm a Disney fan, but I am not one to put up with a lot of you know BS. It's yeah. like 
be it in the movie, you know, you see in the movie where like they show like one person's head and then everything behind them goes at this extremely fast pace, and right. the person is like, ah, that's what that was like for me. And I, I just was like, you know what? I I, I found one place in there that was shooting cold air because it was kind of warm at that time, and I'm like, I'm gonna stand here. And uh, yeah, everybody around me was. There with, and I, I don't want to say, I don't want to get too detailed, but yeah, I can't handle that. That's that's too no. big, that's too much. I mean, the lines outside of the Emporium all day that day never went down. Even in the afternoon, there was lines out out the wazoo, <laughs> you know, kind of I mean, a thing. There was like a two hour line to get a popcorn bucket. Yeah, everybody was gunning for those fifty and every popcorn. And, and in in Tomorrowland, you could see that thing wrap around everywhere. I'm People like, trying to get paid, baby. I'm like, I Kirk, you going to go for that? And he's like. Uh, nope. nope. I mean, I understand that there was some like day of 50th anniversary and merchandise you could only get on that day. So I kind of understand that. But yeah, at the same time, I'm like, you guys do understand that like the 50th is going to be going on for a year and a half, right? So all the anything that I want to, that I may have wanted to get, to get, I could just get it in March when I go again, you know? So it's like, dude, I don't, I mean, and I, I understand the collectors and there's people that are, that's what they, they're, that's their deal, man. And I got nothing against it if that's what your deal is, but it just wasn't. I was happy for them to be stuck in that line so I could get on Space Mountain in 10 minutes. No, 100% I have something against those people. I mean, screw you for making something so in this, tr- taking something that we all want to enjoy and feel a part of and monetizing it on eBay. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. twisting something innocent. Yeah, sure, I mean, yeah. I, there's no reason why any of us. I mean, those that those items should be available from the very first day that they're celebrating it to the very last day that they celebrate it. It shouldn't be that exclusive of a thing to where if you don't do it and get it up on eBay and sell it for three times the amount that it's worth. Yeah. I mean, Look, at, right? Yeah, uh, eBay, eBay, right now. They gave it when you left the park. They gave away posters. Oh, yeah, Poster right here, forty-eight dollars, forty-nine dollars. People are selling it on eBay. For okay, wait, Kevin. A free poster. Oh, a free we poster. We're gonna sign that. We're gonna sign that. Bob Iger, Bob J. Peck, and something else, and then we could see if we, that on finance is another trip. <laughs> so yeah, that's terrible though. Taking advantage of people's innocence and then twisting it for monetary gain. That's it, terrible. I, it absolutely <laughs> is horrible. That same poster should be handed out all year long. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. The, the people that are getting over there for the 50th, they can't make it on the exact day, whatever. So it's not monetized by jerks who are just looking to make money off of Disney's reputation. But that's how, that's how bubbles implode at the same time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, it's the thing to go along with that. It's like I, I thought they'd have little events here and there throughout the day. That didn't happen. Uh, apparently, they had one event or whatever that y'all might have seen on the internet or something for the 50th. We missed that because we, we got in about 10 a.m. But I think that was it. That was the only kind of special event or showing. Or I was shocked they did not re uh, oh, do the, uh, the dedication. Yeah, yes. yeah. I was shocked 100% by that. Yeah. And there was no, I, once we got there, there was nothing else special other than like, the, the merchandise and like the special food items that they were pushing out all over property. Anyway, you know, that's pretty much it. Well, we got the frontier land, but frontier land, um, trading post where they sell the, sell the pins. Yeah. I saw another one of these yeah. long ass lines that ran in front of the shooting gallery all the way to that DVC uh, kiosk. So what's going on here? I didn't know. I hadn't heard anything about it. So figure some special pins. So uh, cast members waiting outside, waiting outside, you know, taking you. So you get line, talk to her. What it was, um, 
for the fiftieth anniversary, they had a special pin for each open day attraction. Ah. So like twenty of them and twenty five dollars a piece. Ooh. Mm. Oh, that's that's pretty sweet, man. I, I can't. I ain't waiting this line for that. That's almost like a two hundred percent. I'm not waiting this line for that. So appreciate. It. Thank you very much. So they did nothing for the consumer who loves Disney, but figure out different ways to charge them for filling a part of the 50th. That pin charge that's is what, genius. That's what, it, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It wasn't 50% off, that's for sure. No, yeah, it wait, wasn't. Subscribe. No, no, they gave you a poster and you got a... Um, Commemorative guidebook, that's it. Yeah. A guidebook that guides you to buy some more stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I can do this all day. <laughs> but, you know, again, I was expecting this, like Kevin said, I was expecting stuff to just be nuts, man. Like, oh, it's going to be 69... I, I fully expected to not even maybe ride three attractions that day. You know, I, that's that was my expectation. And we did everything. We did the whole park. Because everybody that was there apparently was in it for whatever collectible merchandise they can put on, on eBay that's or exactly right. whatever the yeah. whatever the thing is. That's, that's exactly that is right. messed yeah. up. That is that is messed up though. They didn't enjoy the experience, they just took advantage of it. Like, yeah. Even though the Disney didn't do any special events, that there was uh, one podcaster that was doing some stuff, and that was uh, one Mister Lentesta. Okay, so okay. we we there, he had eleven o'clock. He had a country bear jamboree sing along, so we invited like all the listeners and stuff. He come in, we'll, we'll all pile up in one showing, and everybody sing along to the tunes. It's COVID though. Well, it doesn't matter. They packed yeah, the place. It was packed. The whole place yeah. was packed. I mean, you had yeah. the mask indoors, but it was packed. The whole place was packed. But anyway, so we got in there. Everybody was singing along with us. Well, almost everybody. It's like I, I know at least where we were sitting. We were sitting on the uh, uh, what's that uh, stage right, uh, which was from the audience left. And so it was like you know Kirk was singing, I was singing, and this little girl next to me was singing and stuff. I, I don't know if we were close to the main part, but you know it was a, it was a good bit of singing in Lentesta sing along. So it was kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Got to meet Lentesta for the first time in person ever. That was really neat. He was handing out buttons. And his buttons, uh, he had grown out his hair. I don't know if anybody known if we follow his podcast. He grew you, out his hair long. you sent me a picture of him. I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, yeah. He grew out his la- hair and he was hanging out little pins that said the uh, backside of Len's hair. <laughs> you know. Whoa, what? So like a, like a play on the Jungle Cruise joke, backside of water. Yeah, but yeah. It's the backside yeah. of Len's hair. That's just still wrong. Yeah. So I had a picture of his hair. I think my podcast hair is a little bit more epic. Yes. <laughs> during, I would agree. During COVID than, yeah. than his. That but, ain't right. You, but upon yeah. entering, he gave us one of the pins. I gave, us, I gave him one of our pins. He's like, oh, wow, this is fantastic. This is great. It's like, where, where y'all from? It's like, from New Orleans? It's like, yeah, from New Orleans. It's like, oh, my webmaster's from New Orleans. Or, uh, yeah, I think his webmaster's from New Orleans or something like that. And it's like, oh, you should totally have him on the show. He lives in Kenner, apparently. Oh, so yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, Why does hey. he say we should have him on the show? Just I guess because he lives here. Yeah, people. you got the gauntlet, Kevin. Yeah. You're gonna have to start wielding that. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, yeah I got to, to meet him. Was good. Yeah. What he has to say, like, yeah. uh, what's tell us stories about hosting <laughs> Lindus's <laughs> website? Not, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you just, it's just that's very Ooh. random. But okay, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I that's something I had to dig in before we have him on the show. But I was curious. Sure, to sure, sure. But you remember, you Thanos, you real to call it. But he was good. Yeah. So after that, you know, the the entire group that was in there doing the sing along. We all followed Len, and we went to Len Tessa's first annual Tomorrowland Speedway race. He has his own, he has his own race. His, his first annual. So this is going to happen every year now. I guess so. Yeah. And if it could be pulled off. But the, the, the funny thing was, is like he had a little assistant that was holding out these little things. <laughs> Wait, what? That's so from the, the minute thing- we, we stepped out of Country Bear Danbury, <laughs> she was handing these out, and she had like little bracelets, too, which I forgot to bring. 
um, that was had that lent, you know the this is thing. from the actual event this that is from you the actual event. yeah so all of us are marching through from country bear jamboree all the way to marland speedway just waving these flags you know lens in the front we're all headed towards there all right he gets props yeah and then we had we headed up to we got to the place and then and they were talking to the cast members and the manager at the time of Marlin speedways look we're going to open up Lightning Lane just for you guys, and y'all can take, you can do the cars just in the lane. So it wasn't really a race, but everybody that was in the group got to run. And then afterwards, we met in the little grandstands and they hunt, I handed out prizes, which I won a prize. I won a prize that day, which is kind of cool. What did you win a prize for? I, I want, I, I didn't exactly know what she said, but I have to guess because Len pointed out to me when I was driving in. He's like, oh my God, you match your car. And so I won a prize because I happened to have my orange Mickey shirt on and I happened to be in an orange race car. <laughs> So I won a prize for matching my car. So he gave me like you know a little fifty. He gave me a little fiftieth bag, which you have to pay extra for. Uh, Wait, you got to pay? Wow! No, no, no. Time out. No, I didn't pay extra for. But they, Disney charges extra for these little special fiftieth anniversary bags that they're selling. Shopping oh, so bags. he oh, gave yeah. you that? He okay. gave me the ba- that special fifty bag with a little prize in it, which was uh, I think it was a reusable straw they were selling that Disney had a bunch of them. So it was kind of it was a neat little prize. No, you you're in the bubble. I I got something. They recognized me and it's like, hey, you you get this. You get this for matching your car. I'm assuming. Oh wow, that was neat. Yeah, he gave a bunch of prizes. He was really nice. It was it was cool. What what were the other category? I don't remember. Besides matching your car, Kevin won his. That's what he talked about. That's what he worried about. He won his. Anybody else did the race? No, I was the only one that participated. He didn't want to participate. Yeah. Lee didn't want to no. participate. We, well, actually, we had split from Lee that's, um, before, before the Country Bear Jamboree. Lee yeah, went, Lee, yeah. Lee went doing some uh, travel agent <laughs> stuff. Yeah, Lee, y'all took a... Explain it, Lee. What, what did you... Never mind. <laughs> we did like a group photo in front of the castle. Uh, but, I mean, we had to wrangle up like 70 people all to meet at the same time and get everyone in line. And then we had to wait. and you know. But we did like a big uh, travel agent. Everyone got in. Big picture in front of the castle, holding the fiftieth sign. So you wait, cool. you abandoned promoting the Magical Way podcast with Lynn Testa to go promote magical That's exactly moments what vacation. I did. One hundred percent. That's exactly what I did. I like it. She's um no Hasavika. That's uh Okay, because I was cu- no, I was only curious because it was like, okay, you won the prize, but where was everybody else while you were racing? But you were Yeah, I think Kirk stepped thing. out so he wait for Lee because Lee was coming up to meet us. Yeah, I hung back. Yeah, just I just missed y'all at the Country Bear. I just missed y'all because y'all were like, I was trying to get in to get in with y'all, but didn't realize that y'all were leaving. So y'all's group was leaving as I was getting into the Country Bears. So I sat through all that, and it was not a sing-along. It was just a regular Country Bear show. And then I'm like, all right, where y'all at? And then Kevin's like, well, we're over at the Speedway, so I tried to meet up with y'all there. And Kirk met me, at the, and we watched Kevin Run his race. Yeah, so uh, you go ahead, Kevin. I'm just not my favorite right here. I can um the bouncing back and forth in the gas fumes. I'm gonna hang out with him. So did your boss pay for your cokes while you were taking y'all's magic <laughs> our way? Was yeah, magical that, moments, no, it was, vacations. It, was, it, was, it didn't take as long as you would have thought, but it was just like I said. It was like getting everyone over there. It was like originally it was like okay, everyone meet at eleven in front of the castle. Well, of course, like every other person was doing the same thing, so we had to kind of like meet off to the side and like, Hey, are, and you got to realize too, like there's 300 people in this agency. Most of them you've never met before in your life. You've only either interacted with them on the internet or Facebook or whatever. So like, you're kind of looking like, are they with the agency? Are they not with the agency? Like they look like a travel agent, but maybe they're not. So anyway, yeah, it, it took a while to get everyone together. And, you know, we took a big old picture and it was, it was cool. You know, it was like, it was probably like 70 people there. So oh, cool. It was man. Fun. 
so yeah no no I, I, that's that's great and everything like that but i mean just man like that's what influenced eli to come when he saw that picture with all those single women in there yeah <laughs> You know, yeah, like, they're like, calling like, to him. Wow, yeah. you may as well be like Charlie's Angels Heaven. That's as far as right. It was like the, it. It was like the bat, uh, Batman signal. Like yeah, bat yeah. Signal. and they were all employed. I he mean, wanted I, to be Bosley. Yeah, yeah. just wanted to mm-hmm. bring the ball, and they, they all was bringing in money. I mean, like that Superfly stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So all that happened, and so just to talk about a couple of new things that we experienced. Uh, first of all, we got on the Jungle Cruise. And we got we got to see the new scene and experience the new script and all that kind of stuff. Which it wasn't that noticeable to me. I was like, oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, we, we saw the same thing in Disneyland. Uh, it, it it's like I didn't really I don't even know what the point of it was, to be honest with you. I mean it just it the scene resonates the exact same way. Yeah, it was it, no big deal. No big deal, right? Nothing. Not a problem. Not a problem. Ate a skipper canteen, that was a good time. You know, we got, we got some special foods and stuff, whatnot. Um, what was a fun part for me was that we went went in with Kirk to pay those bills, and we did some like, detail hunting. So and, and and Lee was taking some pictures, so we got to look at some of the little things that were hanging on the wall. Uh, I don't know, Lee, Kirk, if you want to elaborate on some of the things you talked we talked about, looked at, really like some uh, uh, what do you call it, sea uh, stuff or. Well, there was some backstory well, stuff. Society of Pecos Bills. It, well, kind of like, like exactly. backstory stuff. It's kind of a backstory to Pecos Bills, the the Tall Tale Inn Cafe. His um, he set that up, and over time, his friends from Western lore have come over to that place, and, they, and they've left mementos that they were there. Like you have Jim Bowie's knife on the wall. You have uh, I want to say it's the Lone Ranger's mask and the silver bullet stuff like that. And you have pictures of um. You have pictures of Pecos and his um, girlfriend, Slewfoot Sue, yeah. and his horse, Widowmaker. But my my personal favorite is the, the Davy Crockett um, artifacts that are there. You have on one side you have Davy Crockett's um, hat, powder horn, hanging, and you have a picture of his uh, his rifle, Betsy. But then on, on a on a shelf up high in one room, you have a note. You can't see it from the ground. You can you can see it's there, but you, you got to get up top to try to read it. And it's a note written by um, written by Georgie Russell, who was Davy Crockett's sidekick okay. in one of the episodes, and it recounts one of the one of the episodes. I thought it was Barnaby. That's Barnaby Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's what he, be, he became later. Okay. You know, in, his, in his later life, he became Barnaby Jones after he was Jet Clamp. What was the actor's name? Epson, Buddy Epson, Buddy, Buddy, Buddy Epson, yeah, Buddy Epson, yeah. And um, that's pretty cool. So I was pointing some of those things out to to Lee and Kevin. Oh, thanks. Yeah, they, that was a fun time. You know, we didn't eat there, but it was kind of cool to see all that. So at some point, some that at, at that night, I wanted to make sure we got Uncle Overall's uh, Sunday, that ice cream thing over at Anti Gravity's, sure, ice cream place. You know, yes. and so I, I we got some, and this was before the the fireworks, and I, and I brought something to add to the studio. Which is Uncle Orville's bathtub. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Orville. Yeah, so I'm going to add this to the studio and, and put it somewhere, and maybe one day we can make a little Uncle Orville. Is it Uncle here. Orville or Cousin Orville? Because there's been some confusion. Well, this is called Uncle Orville's Forget Something Something Sunday. Okay. There's, there's a whole bunch of words to it. And I ate all. It was like a brownie with ice cream and all kind of toppings. I ate the whole damn thing. It was delicious. But yeah, we, we, we went there specifically, and this is probably one of the reasons why we went to uh, Carousel of Progress on the Monday that we went back to Magic Kingdom, just so Lee would know who Uncle Orville is exactly. But I'm adding this to the studio. We got Uncle Orville's bathtub. Oh, nice. Sunday, so there we go from the 50th. So that was something special for the 50th. And then also we got to experience Enchantment, which was a new fireworks show there. 
Eli and I saw it as well. Y'all got to see it. Awesome. Awesome. We'll talk about that, which y'all thought about it in just a sec. But while we were waiting, because we got there, I think, because I think, Lee, you can clarify this, but you're, you're big on getting to places early for the evening show, right? Well, not normally, but I knew this time it was going to be super ass packed. So yeah, I was like, hey man, let's try to head over there. And sure enough, like we were back way by the flagpole was as close as we could get. Um, and that was about two hours before showtime. Yeah, and I, I'm, I usually just don't. And this do was that. again the inaugural <laughs> show, so it was like, yeah, Kevin's like, hey, well, come on, man, let's go ride some more rides. I'm like, I probably want to try to find a spot sometime soon because I'm sure there's gonna be a thousand million people there, which there was. Yeah, so I, I could tell he 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 wanted to do that, so I was like, okay, that's fine because I normally don't do that. I was like, eh, when it's uh, five minutes, we'll just stand wherever we are and just watch it with you. Yeah, but it was cool because we, we had just happened to be sitting next to some other Disney fan people, and we met the people from Dad's Guide to Walt Disney World, uh, Dad's Guide to www.com. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Danny, who's the guy that runs it. He does Dad's Guide to Walt Disney World, and he also uh, contributes to WW Magazine. Oh, okay. he's advertised for that, so he does kind of here. both of those things. Yeah, and his hat name happens to be Danny. It's like, oh, we'll remember that pretty easily. Oh yeah, for you sure. know, it's like we got a Danny for our show. And we we talked about Magic Army podcast. It's like, oh, we love podcasts. We met his wife Kara, and and also I think it was like his cousin Kim, uh, Danny's cousin. Kim. I think it was her cousin. Oh, it was her cousin. It was, okay, so yeah, it was her, it was cousin, her cousin, cousin Ken. Yeah, but anyway, we happened to meet them. They're great people. They're out of New York. You know, we, we exchanged pins. I made sure to give them some pins and, you know, follow them on social media, follow each other on social media. They said they check out podcasts. We do the same. Check all that stuff out. So, man, another contact. We didn't have, know that they were right there. So it was like, okay, cool. Yeah, we got some other names, other people. So shout out to you guys. You have to be listening. Danny, Kim, and Kara from uh, Dad's Guide to WW. Good to meet you. And hopefully we'll get to meet up again in the future. But that was neat. Now, screw them. There can be only one, Danny. There can be only one. <laughs> we will meet you in the field of battle and we will conquer the Danny <laughs> we'll of Danny. you. Yes. There can You're be going only one. down, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> so, enchantment. <laughs> that was enchanting. That was enchanting. What, what did y'all think of enchantment? It was like watching a TV screen on the castle the entire time. <laughs> so Kirk went off to go to the, back to the pin shop because there was no line. I thought he was going back that to was the smart. future. No. no, he didn't go back to the future. Because I had stepped off from where they were because it was getting crowded and everything. I was like, I can't deal with all these people. So I had stepped out. And by the time the show started, I'm like, well, in no way I'm going back over there. So I was like, you know what? Let me go back to the Frontierland pin trading and see if this, that, line's, that line is gone. So I went through because they clear off the backside of um, the sidewalk. So I went down through the Emporium, had to cut in through the Emporium, went out through Casey's, got to Frontierland, and guess what? No line. No, no line. line. Lines are all As gone. expected, the night show, You, if you want to do stuff, you go there. So I was able to go in there. I got the little card that showed all the pins, picked out which one you want on the on the card, and um, they write it down on a slip of paper, and bring it. you bring it to the um, cashier, and you get the pins you want, because all those pins are behind the counter. You can't can't pick them out. Well, I went, did a little, did a little browsing, got a couple more off the, off the shelf, and I got to the um, counter, got my pins, walked out. And by this time, the show was over, and uh, these guys came meet me out there, and then when I turned around and looked back, that line is back. Yeah, it was. <laughs> stretched yeah, out, stretched yeah. out the building again. Like, oh, now yeah, I got here what long. I did. Wow, you know what you want. You go for it. Remember how I said there was 20 of those pins? $25 a piece. The couple in front of me bought two of each. Jesus. Oh, why? Why not? What's happening? Well, that can I tell you that's probably the limit because they make it to where yeah, where you cannot yeah. buy more than two. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. but two of each at twenty five dollars a piece. Yeah. There's twenty of them mm -hmm. to try and limit the people on eBay who are clever enough to figure out a way yeah, around. They're, they're yeah, they're selling for as many as yeah. yeah. 
because it's per person. But right. So Lee and I caught it back by the flagpole. Where did you guys catch it? Like, where were we all in perspective? At Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Oh, okay, Sleepy Hollow. So yeah. we were yeah. off a little closer, to yeah. the left, left of it. Yeah. So we didn't really get to catch it straight on. But we went to get our, our food while getting the chance to look. And we were look. caught up in the madness. And it was just like, all right, well, let's just enjoy this while we're here. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what? And that says a lot about young people. Because like, if, if I remember this right, remember there was like some, some girl turned to us like, I'm going to get a turkey leg. What do you think? Yeah. Somebody it. actually asked Eli what he thought of the turkey leg. How yeah. appropriate. It was <laughs> well, weird. They asked me and I said. Ma'am, this is a gentleman you need to speak to. And this, to and right this girl, oh, had, nice. and this girl had the midriff, so I was like, "I talk to you all night." Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you want to know? Yes, she Jasmine. was with a boyfriend too, and he did not care. I did not care. I totally did not. Uh, and I talked to him about the recipe and everything, and then like the kid, the boyfriend was like, "Oh, I get it. It's salty." I'm like, "No, it has a salty aftertaste." But he never took his eye off the girl, though. <laughs> I sure did not. I had no fear. I was like, "Boy, if you want some, I've been alone for a while." And the, and the guy was like. We're getting turkey leg no matter what. Yeah. yeah, yeah kind of like you, you made him feel really insecure. He did. <laughs> he absolutely did. Not on purpose. That's just what I did. Hey, you, just, you know, you, you are you and you can't help. That. No, you can't come to me with something that I have charge of. Exactly. Yes. The girl never like the girl asked us and then Eli responded and the guy tried to cut in and Eli just and, and me too. Just never even acknowledged that the guy Good tried died. to tried to step in and be like, oh, I get it. It's a little too salty, whatever. We're going to get it. Turkey leg. And I was like, yeah. And like, you know, like, if I would have been like, oh, God, the boyfriend tried to be like, oh, yeah, do whatever you say. But I, I'm a grown-ass man. Damn and sure I you're like, a grown-ass man. I'm like, boy, if I could take your girl off this turkey leg, I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's not what I said, boy. What I said was, after you have the turkey leg, it has a salty, salty aftertaste. aftertaste. Not that the turkey leg is salty. Just like me. But when, oh. you, when you were saying this, were you looking at her? Yeah. Yes. So when she was saw you staring at her and you were talking about it got a salty aftertaste, she wasn't thinking about no turkey leg. But well, the, the but boyfriend the, still the forced her to get a turkey yeah, leg. Yeah, the boyfriend was just like, he threw his two cents in and I was like, no, you don't. Oh, so the boyfriend thought about your salty aftertaste. No, the boyfriend was threatened by your salty aftertaste. Yeah, he was threatened by the advice I was giving. He's like, oh, shoot, that's a man. He tried to summarily dismiss Eli. That's that yeah. aura. That's that aura you And project. then I had to like, I had to clarify even more so to solidify my expertise. Were you bigger than him? I oh, don't know. God, but, yes. So yeah. you were like, salty aftertaste. Yeah. I saw this little boy. <laughs> he was just, he was a nothing. If you got, if you got like, you, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we go somewhere, like I, I really did not pay attention. Like he said this, his, his, his. Well, comment. I guess he didn't start talking to you first. Right? No. It was the girl, right? I remember I talked to Noah. Yeah. I, the girl turned to us and then said her thing. And then when and I, I said, said my thing, you need to talk to him. And I said my piece. And then the boy jumped in because I get it. He's like, oh, no. Once you know it's a male territory thing, I totally understand that. Because this girl was looking good. That girl had that midriff work. Oh, she it. looked great. She looked good. She was like, had that tan on. And she was like, oh, I don't turkey know. Turkey leg. She was like, I don't know what to do about the turkey leg. If only a man could got me like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got you back. Look, this is where you need to go. I'll take you there. I'm your turkey shirt. I will. Turkey shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's salty. God, you threw it's salty now, but you come with me. You get good oh. pepper. All, all that, all you want. I got, the, I got you, Everest. And the boyfriend <laughs> was like, "No, I'm jumping in." And, and like that was the thing. I was like, yeah, "I don't care about you right now." This girl, young. <laughs> it was like a slow motion face yeah, push. Like, I get it. It's salty. Like he no. never, 
Eli never even acknowledged that never. the entire time he talked straight to her. Straight to her. That dude just kept trying to sum up everything and, and be it, like, I get it, I get it, I get it. So it's just, it's just not. No. no. And no. I think the girl's brother was there, right? Because it was another young fella that was there. And he was like, you know, like, so the, the point of it was, while the show was going on, because there was even a group that was like, oh, you guys in line? And we were like, yeah, we tried to get our food. You could check out whatever. We didn't care. We, we just, didn't care. We were like, we're right here. We're going to see the show. Yeah, yeah. The no longer choice. we're in line, the, the better view we get. Because once you get out of line, they try and force you to yeah, it's somewhere, pick a spot. Yeah. But yeah. from what we saw, though, I mean, like, you know, fireworks were all over the place. The thing that they did on the castle, I got to tell you, the girl looked better to me than the castle did. But there was a lot happening depending upon what princess that you liked. Because each on the princess, castle? Yeah. Because see, each, I, didn't, I couldn't even see the projections on the castle for a while. Each princess oh, had their own theme oh, on the really? castle. Yeah, we were yeah. right up there. I couldn't, we, I, couldn't see, I couldn't even see it. Lee, did you see any of that? I didn't see any of that. No, I did not. It was definitely hard to see the projections from back where we were. Okay, well, yeah. you're going oh, wow. so to you're gonna, gonna have to do the same thing with like uh, Happily Ever After. You need to be up in the hub. But I will say that I heard from a couple of other people that with this particular show, you don't have to be right up in the hub. You can probably be like a little bit down into Main Street, maybe like um, where the plaza is, stuff like that. That way you can see the projections on the uh, Main Street as well as the castle as well. So you don't have to be like, you don't have to have that front seat up on Main Street seat. There was crazy packed though when we showed up. Okay, yes, they it had was. that They had that air traffic controller Casper back. Yeah. Oh, with the little lights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah go yeah, here, yeah. go here, you don't stop. You could not stop. Yeah, you, yeah oh, that's you, crazy. Yeah. Wherever, when we showed up, everything was already roped off and whatnot. So we were like, Let's just get something to eat. So, because we were just going to go back to the Polynesian after the Animal Kingdom, yeah. and we were like, "Well, no, let's go to the art store on on Main Street." And come to find out, the art store had been co-opted. If you wanted to go to the art store, you had to go to the Beauty and the Beast section because you were looking for a gift for right. your daughter. Uh, well, to I was be looking fair. for yeah, yeah. That. I was looking for Disney art, and now you got to go over to buy Gaston's Tavern to find that. Yeah, and everybody told and us that all were. shut down at seven. What's in the Main Street Cinema then? It's historical, but it's not art. It's not. It's not. It's not actual art. That's right. Like you're bad. not buying cliches. You're not buying stuff that's made by the painter. You, that person showing up. You have to go to the Beauty and the Beast section, and then go to Gaston's Tavern. There's a I can't remember the name of Bell's. Little gift shop right over there. Everybody but, told you to go uh, to yeah. Disney Springs. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you can go there, but it closes at seven, yeah. so you've already missed. Oh it. wow, we met a fellow new uh, Louisianian. Yes, over there, okay, a right Louisianian over there. Yes, and they're like, yeah, it's too bad that you got here at right at seven because you just missed it. It just closed. If you want to see the art of Disney, you got to go to Disney Springs, and we're like. Nah, screw that. No, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna see this. And and uh, in all honesty, I don't think we rode a single ride while we were in Magic Kingdom. Uh, no, no, I, I'm wrong. We rode we Hall, of Presidents. Hall of Presidents. I was gonna say we went to Hall of Presidents. That was a brand new experience. Oh, yeah, there. Check it out. Yeah, like that was that was pretty trippy. I, I oh yeah, we did, that, we did that. We did a Hall of Presidents yeah, show that day. 100%. Yeah, we got to check that out finally, and got to see. I hadn't seen that show yet. Uh, the 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 what the story of a presidency or whatever the idea yeah, of a president idea of a yeah. president yeah I mean, I've seen the haunted mansion so many times and I just we had just gotten back from seeing haunted mansion holiday and we right, came from right. Pandora and we, we just came back so I mean it's like yeah, I don't need to like because Eli was like well do you want to see haunted mansion before we go and I'm like well we could have but while we sat here eating our corn dog checking out 
the the fireworks, the line went from twenty minutes to an hour and a half again. To to Hall of Presidents? No, 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 no. To Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hall of Presidents was walk on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was easy. Although there was some lady with her, uh, she was trying to educate a kid. I remember that she was yelling while we were sitting down, like oh, waiting for everything. And I man. was all I was to say was, man, if only he had a better face. Like, yeah, <laughs> we that kind of that, that we kind of entered into a whole different discussion about how being a Disney fan is part of like being like a, a soldier, a soldier in the military. That, kind of thing. Yeah. that like, was a know, deep conversation. It was a very deep conversation. We were watching the people trudging through and, and it was just like all these people just sat there and just watched fireworks and they're just going yeah. and you're looking in their faces and it's not the happiness and the and the joy and the satisfaction of being. It was just like. Move forward, Move. go, 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 go. Like get to the next, get to the, and it's just like, you know, it's like, man, it's being a, a Disney fan. It's like, it's like being in the military. Yeah. You got a mission and you look at them and everybody's in uniform. Yeah. You know, they, they all got it, the ears, it's the, the ears, matching. the shirts, or the, the matching. Yeah. Family. It's like, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. And we got in this whole philosophical discussion that one of these days will tackle way, way, way down the road. Time, but I mean, yeah. it was like. It, it was, was really heavy. philosophical discussion. Yeah. It was yeah. it was heavy. It was like we were we were in the bubble, but for we were in our old bubble, just watching everybody else because the observation. Well, yeah. everybody stopped and oohed and odd off of the the fireworks and the projection. We were of the studying castle. people. We were just we, sitting yeah. there eating and drinking and just studying people and people watching and being like, "Look at them! Look at how they." Anyway, point being to bring it back to the show. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. all we really saw with the show was that. Cinderella's castle became a it's kind of like when I saw the Halloween show where the Halloween show was like, hey, we're going to turn the castle into a TV screen with fireworks. Mm, yeah, yeah that's what it seemed like to me. It yeah. correspond. The castle correspond to each different princess. OK, interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. I was too far back to notice. Deep, that. Yeah, it yeah. Turned into, yes. yeah, yeah, it turned into a terrain for each. Prince. I remember when we went. After the the Turkey Lake thing, I remember uh, we saw Brave, the the lady, the princess from Merida, Merida, Merida. and I didn't want to mess that up. But uh, yeah, it was like the castle turned into her terrain. Oh, okay. And fireworks shot off for that. I got you. It changed with each one, so that was that was cool. But it wasn't like I don't, in my opinion, I was kind of like a cheat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah, I can't say I was or emotionally invested in it either. I, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't feel it. It's the that song like, wasn't bad, but it wasn't. But it like, wasn't wishes. But it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it that's wishes. the thing. Like there were people that were saying like, "Ooh, I'm like y'all, y'all, y'all hate us. Y'all fake." It's like <laughs> we've seen it when it's the castle and it, they just have lights on the castle, no other things, and then it's like it's songs and everything going on with the fireworks, and that's the experience, not just. Hey, look! Here's a lighted projection on the castle with animation on it. I mean, not that it's terrible, but the experience is different. I have a, I have a question. Then you know, one thing I enjoyed about the new show is that I didn't feel like you needed the projections to enjoy it. I felt like, of course, they enhanced it, but I didn't feel like I missed out terribly by not being up there seeing all the projections. I thought the fireworks show itself was better than forever after um uh, happily, happily ever, after. ever after just talking about fireworks just talking about fireworks period i felt like i was able to see the fireworks better i was able to enjoy the fireworks more with the new show than with happily ever after 
I would disagree. I, I mean, and and then respectfully, and, and I don't know what you were seeing from your area. I can only speak what we saw from ours. I didn't see fireworks that were like, whoa, that is next level, really cool stuff. Typical fireworks. Yeah. I What I saw on the castle was the difference maker. So I could be wrong 100%. I, we all, we both saw it from, you saw it from Main Street, the flagpole. We saw it from right up on the castle. So it's two different perspectives. Yeah. I mean, you've seen it where like, you know, when they light up the sky with yes. fireworks. I remember like, like, yeah, when we were boom. watching Happy Hollow Wishes and you would be in New Fantasyland and it was, man, they're blowing up the sky. Yeah, it, it didn't matter where you were in the park. That's, that's what those older shows, that's what I remember. Is it, like, you didn't have to be in Main Street. You didn't have to be facing the castle. You could be in Fantasyland and still enjoy it the same. You could be eating at Beauty and the Beast and Happy Hollow Wishes is going off and it's rocking the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Another thing would be, uh, as far as a critique with this, is that even though you got to see all the projections on the castle and the fireworks, they weren't synchronized. Like, you know, in other words, like, you know, in the, oh, from in, where y'all were. Yeah. In the past, you hear a song and it like, boom, boom, it goes with the song. This was just kind of like, here's the projection. It's on the castle and then boom, you get fireworks with it. Like, yeah. so it's the package, but it's not. You talking about the sound the versus when you see the fireworks? You know, yeah. You know, like, you know, I, I, I know I've been because we were looking at the side instead of just straight on that. I had to divorce the sound and, and the actual sight, the visual versus the, the, the hearing aspect of the fireworks, because I know the sound didn't uh, line up with it. I was like, okay, maybe they're not lining up the sound, but they're lining up when it actually pops and you see the light first. So that, that, was, that was, for me, in my mind, that was my adjustments. And then I just had to accept the fact that the booms were late. It didn't really correspond with the music. And that's, I, I know exactly what Eli is talking about. But like I said, from viewing from the side, I'm just assuming that whatever people are seeing straight on is different seeing, from what y'all do yeah, yeah i got you something a little bit different i can see that than what we're seeing we're getting the effects we're getting all the effects but yeah I, it I, just I, didn't it, seem to be like you know like wish boom 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 you know it didn't i got you yeah, yeah that makes sense but yeah so that was enchantment and uh seeing as that that park was closing at 11 o'clock we decided to stay around ride some more rides because we didn't want to, we we had busted to the Magic Kingdom. I forgot to mention that, but we I didn't take my car. We we, we took uh, a Disney transportation because we knew it was going to be busy, and I didn't want to deal with having a closed parking lot or any of that kind of stuff. And so, uh, because we knew it was going to be busy right after fire, we just said, "Ah, eh, we'll, we'll close the park down uh, to avoid that rush to the Disney transportation." Uh, rode a couple of rides, and then we, you know, I, I didn't re- realize that there was going to be like, you know, how they had the kiss goodnight or whatever, or not the kiss goodnight, but when the park closes, they do a little something on the castle. Well, apparently they do something in the castle and when the park hits 11 o'clock, you know, it's like a little ding dong, whatever. I videotaped this and I think I'm, I posted it up to uh, social media for all you listeners that were following us. But, you know, Kirk and I were just, you know, Lee was off doing something, I guess, for his TikToks and Lee and I were just sitting in the hub, just kind of waiting on him, resting our feet. And then, uh, you know, I, I noticed that there were some people that's waiting around for something. I didn't know what it was. And I realized 11 o'clock was coming around and it's like, all of a sudden, the, the lights on the castle started going off, and and then so I was like, oh, so we started recording, and uh, I thought, you know, I thought this is gonna be something cool, you know, this is the end of the <laughs> anniversary day, they're gonna do something cool to close the park at eleven o'clock. And what would you think? Uh, what would you say, Kirk? Well, how did you feel about when you saw what happened transpired? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what happened? Wait, wait, you got at least <laughs> there was some speech or whatever that it's happened. I don't know. It was very short. The light, the castle changed colors, lights, things got brighter, and then that was it. Yeah, we got to bring the break the camera out, get it all ready, and everything. 
And about at the finish that it was over. Yeah, I thought they were building up to something, but they didn't. You know, I, I'm sitting there filming. I even walked closer to get closer to just catch everything. Yeah. That was a disappointment. Didn't do anything. It, it left me wanting more. <laughs> Let's say that. You know, I thought there'd be something more. That you're closing the park on the 50th anniversary. I thought there'd be something bigger, but maybe maybe I'm expecting too much. I don't well, know. you know, that, that kind of brings up a different discussion. Uh, and I don't know if y'all are ready to get into it right now. So we can delay it if y'all yeah, don't want we to. Can do, we can delay it for sure. Right yeah. on a notebook. Yeah. But I would say the projection effects on the castle, on the Tower of Terror, on the tree. Oh, the beacons. Oh, the, the, kingdom. the beacons. Yeah, the, the, those things. I, you know, it looked like a better picture and and a better better video than it would what it really was in person, which would, to me, felt like, hey, I'm looking at the castle, I'm looking at the Tower of Terror, I'm looking at these things, and I feel like I'm not really looking at them. I feel like I'm looking at a TV screen or a something, a TV yeah. screen of the what these things should look like and i wasn't really a fan it's kind of a cheat yeah it, it is kind of sense. It, it's kind of a cheat yeah we can definitely get on that when we talk about uh sunday evening because that's i think that's when i first actually saw it up close when we came out of rocket roller coaster on that sunday and i looked up and there's the tower all done up in its thing <laughs> <laughs> that's right okay so and i stood there just looking and i was like what am i looking at what am it I, does yeah. look like a two tile kind of effect it yeah, does yeah it so does. we could definitely get onto that but you know in the meantime you listeners uh marinate that in your heads a little bit uh and so we can have a discussion on it in social media so make sure that you follow us uh but yeah so that takes us to the end of the 50th anniversary and on, an, on the next episode, another episode, we'll finish out the rest of the trip, which will incorporate our Epcot on Saturday, Hollywood Studios, where we ri- rode Rise for the first time together. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and the y'all get Rise to compare comparison. It yeah, we can compare. Y'all can compare it for sure and let us know. And then on Monday, we could talk about uh, just whatever we did on Monday. Oh, oh uh, a breakfast at Steakhouse 71, which is another new experience for all of us all. So, yeah. Sure. I would like to know the comparison where y'all had on Rise by yourselves as opposed to when we were all together. Yeah, like yeah, to absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll definitely check out that on the next episode. So, uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts if you, about the 50th or whatever else, feel free to get in touch with us. We're about to tell you that in just a little bit. guys we hope you enjoyed that episode of the magic our way podcast where we talked about the first half of our 50th anniversary walt disney world trip if you want to get more and uh, learn more about us magicourway.com is the way to go there you'll find our social media links past episodes and more also to get in touch with us to share your opinions you can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com or you can call or send us a text message at 1815 a that is 1815 Mo weekend. That is six six nine four two two six. And of course, we have a couple of guys do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up, Eli Ivory? What a great name, Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. Hey. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. 
and you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics, Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, comic book guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com, right now. Lightfield out. That's what he has over Jim. He had his own characters and he made something from it. God bless you, Rob. As Rob said, you can always check out the Ivory Comics website, check out the art. And do the previews, it. all that, do it. The interviews, everything. Just also, do it. There's a link to this podcast so you never miss an episode, a laugh, an insight, all the good stuff. So it's total synergy. That's what Disney does, but this is what we do better. That's right. You, you. can also find me on Facebook.com. Elijah Ivory, as long as you're a real person. Hey, you, come you. on in. How you doing? You're bot. Get on out of here. I don't know you. I don't want no spam. I used to eat that in college, but I do better than that now. <laughs> okay. Project Geisha has own Facebook page. So check that out. Facebook.com says Project Geisha. Thank you for the likes and the few posts that you post up there. That's very awesome. Instagram, you can find me there. EIV504. Love it. Hancock1066 is where I'm at on Twitter. So if you appreciate the madness and just bringing me the gladness and I'm just grinning ear to ear because you can't beat that. Thank you very much. You can't teach that. Can't beat that. That. That's what <laughs> I, I haven't heard that in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, look, if you want to book a vacation to visit Walt Disney World during his 50th anniversary celebration all year long, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-KITELS. Woo! <laughs> 832-K-I-T-E-T-O-O. Well, I don't even know how to spell KITELS. He was singing it good. It's man. been a long night, and I can't think straight. Kite tells. You <laughs> spell it S U C K S. Not only yeah. big old bushy bitch, but kite tells. W O O H O O. Email me at Lee <laughs> at magicarway.com. <laughs> Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash Las Travel. That's L A S T O V I C A Travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. And TikTok, you can find me on You Got a Friend in Lee. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Yeah, girl, I told you it's got a salty aftertaste of beaker. <laughs> <laughs> in addition, guys, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicroa.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener. And we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Highway podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. You. So, Mawigans, we say Kwaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with Salty aftertaste. Hey, this is Eli from the Magic Highway podcast. What I'm not... Podcasting, talking Disney, and drawing. I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio. Some good stuff. <laughs>